from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, what's new? So, what's new? <laughs> yeah, a lot, huh? Um, Question. Yes. How's the battery life on your phone? Uh, It died three times last night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, you bring a charger with you today? No, it's full. I'm fully charged. I'm not even looking at my phone today. Uh-huh. It was uh, it was incredible last night. So anyway, uh, what we're talking about is yesterday on the show, I had I had Mocha watch a, uh, a a short film, a video that I released last night, and we got Mocha's sort of blind reaction to it, mm-hmm. and it was incredible. Was cool. It was incredible. Really you're, like you're you're. I laughed. You laughed. You cried. Did I? Yeah, four nah. times. I think four times. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. No. Don't remember that. And uh, and what that video was was a uh, was a fifteen minute uh, clip that I put out and had shot where um, I spoiled the end of my book and the end of my book was me proposing to Catherine. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's already out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was released last night, and the response was incredible. Like it was wild. And everybody's everybody's happy. Yes, 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 yes. We're yes, happy. Yes, yes. We're proud. Um, <sighs> I don't know. I don't even know. Like, what you want to? Let me just check. Have you yeah. been able to check the stats on? On what? The on the videos? views? No, no. No. Hold no. on here. I have questions. So yeah. Five thousand views so far. On what? Uh, oh, that's on YouTube. Just, just on like just yeah. just on well, YouTube. Because it was right? it was it was crazy. Because I had to try and put it. We'll get to questions in one sec more. I'm not ignoring you, bro. Um, I had to put it on YouTube because I was trying to upload it everywhere all at the same time. But as we were uploading it all at the same time, we lost power in the house and the Wi-Fi went down. So we had to restart everything. And because and, and, I had said six o'clock is when this was going up and it was like 601. Like Maury was writing me going, it's 603. <laughs> right. I, and, I was getting DMs from fans. My dinner was getting cold. It was uh, it was tough, and so we had to we had to start over on everything. So it was a gradual thing because the How website like- had so much traffic, uh-huh. we couldn't like do anything on it. Mm-hmm. So it was like YouTube, and then the website, and then Insta and Facebook, and then everywhere, everywhere else. Like, how is it that right at six o'clock, bro? Don't. It's like your ops were paying attention. Yeah, and cut the Wi-Fi. Yeah, it was cra- it was crazy. It was nuts. A tree right. fell outside, so we lost Wi-Fi. Um, a tree. Yeah, quote, I believe unquote. me. I took pictures of it just so I could send it to people if they didn't believe me. I took my, pictures of the bloody enemies. thing. Yes, my enemies they're after me. Uh, but no, it was uh, it was it was beautiful. So and and I'm sure a lot of people have questions. I've been trying to answer questions as as many as I can just through DMs and whatnot. But uh, Maura, you have a question. I have I think two. Matthew and I came up with two. Two questions. Okay, go yes, ahead. Yes, I remember what they are. Okay, yes. one the, in the video there was no ring. Did you give her a ring at a different time? or is there no engagement ring? So that is a very good question. Um, there was no ring simply because, one, I think that Catherine should be able to pick her own ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, I couldn't go ring shopping because it would get out. Oh, absolutely. Right. Or you could yeah. do what I did and use, like, a candy ring. 
No, no, I didn't. I thought I thought about it, I, but I, I thought the I thought I like I had a fake one there mm-hmm. uh, that I was going to just sort of use as a prop, and then I thought no, it was just, so I just so I put that in a drawer and I, I would have gone uh, and bought a for- well, it. Well, actually, no, because then people will recognize me and then you could have borrowed mine. I'm not using it. That's <laughs> <People would have> <laughs> a bad juju on that ring. Uh, yeah, right. Like I just couldn't. Yeah. Like I like I thought about you know getting like you know just calling a jeweler jeweler and saying hey can I borrow one like all this stuff. Yeah. But then it would have been seen in the video because you can't do a video like that. Like I thought for a second. I was like when it comes to the ring, right? I can't do a video like that with a ring and not get like that bachelorette shot of the ring. Yeah, Neil, right? what's the guy's name? Neil Lane? Yeah, like Neil I Lane? can't get that yeah. shot. And then what would happen is eventually the one that she would be wearing would be a different ring. And let's just say it's smaller and people would think that like I used a big giant fake ring just for the video. Yeah. And I don't have that much money that I can't buy that big ass ring, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I thought I thought I was I thought I was getting into a bad place with the ring. Question number two, Maureen. Question number two, is Catherine gonna change her last name? Um that is entirely up to Catherine. Yeah, yeah. That is entirely up to Catherine. Now, we, we're engaged. We didn't say we're getting married, Maury. Oh, I'm joking. Question number I'm three. Joking. <laughs> 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 uh, That's it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz's memoir, A Little Bit Broken, is out everywhere tomorrow, uh, including the audiobook. He He dropped a, a video on YouTube Thursday night, kind of spoiling the end of the book, but all for a good reason. Today, I am proposing to my girlfriend, Catherine, right here, and she has no idea. This secret is one that I've been working on for two years. I wrote a book called A Little Bit Broken, and up to this point, nobody has seen it yet. This is like one of one. There's one copy that exists in the world. I may be the only person who's ever written an entire book just to propose to the person they love, who, by the way, is the greatest woman I have ever known. Hello, it's the Raza Mocha Show. What's going on? Who's this? It's Louise. Who's this? Hi, Louise. It's Raza Mocha. Oh, hello. I just want to say congratulations to Raz. I saw the video last night. I was in tears. I love you. I love Catherine. I love Roxy. Catherine, was, you were a winner having... Catherine, and now she's a winner having you. Oh, thank you. Is that a fake accent? No, it's okay. not a fake okay. accent. Okay. It's I just, a South African accent. Okay, I Bro, know. Like, just, she just said I all know. these nice things, I and know. here I was you are coming in. I'm not. No, I was distracted. Listen, I, I thank you for everything you said, right? Okay, I really do. It means it, it means it means the world to me. But I I have to there. You have to understand the amount of people that called into this show just to troll me. Okay, like my guard oh my is my God, guard I is don't troll. my I don't guard even is know how to do that. It's always up. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> then your beautiful South African accent. I love the I, I love the South African accent. Hey, Louise, oh. question for you: When you watch the uh, the video, the proposal video that Roz put up. Um, on social. Uh, is there one specific part that got to you? Um, when he was with... Oh, I'm crying now. When he was with Roxy at the very, very end, sitting on that bench. Oh, girl. Oh. That part got... Oh, I think that's the one... God. That's the one that hit me the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Dad. I love you so much. You look beautiful. Mm. I'm happy to see you. I just want to say that I've never wanted anything as much as I wanted you. I love you. 
I love you. And that today I've been planning for two years. And your opinion and your heart is the only thing that matters today. And so I just wanted to ask you if you would be okay if I asked mom to marry me? Of course. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You are like the only proof that I need that dreams come true. I saw your video too. I watched yours first. That's how I found out that I had to quickly go to Catherine's to watch it. Right. On Instagram. I'm, I'm old, so I don't really understand all these things. But I saw Mocha videoed with you videoing him in the studio crying. And I thought, oh, my God, what's happening? And then I quickly saw it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're going to love it. I just And what, part of releasing that video is that I needed people to know that there's a happy ending. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I love you guys. You're amazing. Oh, we love you, you right back, Louise. Thank you so much for calling in. We love you. We appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. I'm so happy I got to speak to you. Love you guys. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz, you had people in their feelings last night, man. Uh, video went live like pretty much everywhere on your website, on YouTube, on IG. Yeah. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you <sighs> haven't seen it, I don't know how you would have avoided it, but this is, and we're getting like so many phone calls. So we'll get to your calls in a second, but uh, this is how your video that you posted yesterday started. Today, I am proposing to my girlfriend, Catherine, right here. And she has no idea. This secret is one that I've been working on for two years. I may be the only person who's ever written an entire book just to propose to the person they love, who, by the way, is the greatest woman I have ever known. Oh, I recognize this phone number. What up, Fabian? Yo, yo, yo. Congratulations, Rod. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I had to call. I had to text. I had to everything, man. You had men in tears last night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, Fabian, longtime listener of the Razamoka show. OG, 13-plus yeah. years strong. Uh, we know you and your family are huge fans of the show. My question to you is, did you watch with your wife and daughter last night, or did you save that as, like, a Fabian only exclusive to watch no, a video. Me and, my, me and my wife sat down, rolled up a nice J, and enjoyed it together, man. Wow. <laughs> Wait, enjoyed the J together or the video? At both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, was it uh, because we know you're so much of a weed head uh, for medical purposes, of course? Yeah. Um, well, actually, it doesn't matter because it's legal now. But did you have, uh, did you save a special yes, joint did. for the occasion? You did, you did. yeah. You're All right. Best. So uh, you guys are smoking. You're watching the video. Uh, initial thoughts, bro. So, like, I got the wife down. We sat down. We watched it. And then as soon as Raj said, I pretty much wrote this book to propose to Catherine, I just started. It was it. It was a waterfall from there on out. Aww. I couldn't stop, man. Like, honestly, Raj, so happy for you, bro. Like, it's about, like, it's about time. But, you know, like, you're, you're so, like, you guys were meant for each other, man. And I wish you nothing but the best um, 
Indico Bookstore is going to be a party, bro. One <laughs> <laughs> night in the bookstore, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't no book signing, bro. This is a party, bro. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. I cannot wait to see you there. Yeah, same here, man. Like, I love you guys, Rod. Like, and everybody, like, oh, my God, no. Like, this brought so much joy to me, man. Like, and I, you, you could see 5 o'clock in the morning, I was texting you guys. Uh, Fabian, you know, like, we love you, dog. Thank you so much for... Yeah. Uh, for sharing thank your you thoughts for, with us. Thank you for taking me on air, man. I know today's yeah. going to be busy, man. I love you guys. And I can't wait for the 28th. Yes. yes. Wild well night at the bookstore. <laughs> Ross has no idea. No. None whatsoever. I what's going to happen. I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right, Fabian, we got to go, man. We got All another right. call to take right. care. Yeah, I could do it, man. All right. Later, Later brother. Hello, hello. It's Ron Zamoka. Who's this? Hey, Peter. Good morning, guys. What's up, What's up Pete? Man. First time, long time, brother. All first right. time, long time. Oh, like first that. time yeah. caller, long time listener. We appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you guys too, Raj. You got a grown man crying, man. Really, really. I must say congratulations and... I'm really proud of you. I'm happy for you as well, man. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. Bottom of my heart, bro. And definitely, I didn't, I didn't order your book yet, but I'll be, I'll be down there next week, brother. Yeah, I'll be down oh, there. Yeah, the book signing. Down. Come on down next week. It'll be great. Um, yes, sir. It'll be on uh, September 28th, 7 p.m. Indigo at Bay and Bloor. So, did you watch the video like right when it dropped last night, or did you just watch it now? I just watched it now. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's why yeah. you sound so like congested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you know, oh, buddy. I'm still teary eyed. I still yeah. teary eyed, guys. Did you what? watch it with Jenna like yesterday morning? Oh around? my god, guys! I have to tell yeah. you this. So I was gonna show Jenna, yeah. and she is just as emotional as I am, right? Oh, very much so. And she said, "Is it going to make me cry?" And I was like, <laughs> "Girl, like it made me cry." And she said, "I don't know if I'm ready for all that emotion. Tell me about the video yeah. first, right?" And then I started telling her, and all the times that I cried and laughed, yeah, just by my description, right. she was crying and laughing. Really? She didn't even watch the video. <laughs> she didn't watch the video. I think she watched oh it. My no, no. God. I think she That's watched so it funny. after, like, after Every, I went to bed, after right. Cruz went to bed, and she had time to focus. Right. Right. Because right. in our house during the day, it's already chaos with the two dogs, and then as soon as Cruz gets home from school, it's just madness in the house. Yeah. There's like no time to sit to do anything. Yeah. So she needed her time by herself with zero distractions. So I believe she watched it after That's I went crazy. to bed. But based on what I described to her, like almost instantaneous, she started crying. Really, huh? Yeah. Our girls are so similar. Like if somebody said, oh my God, there's this video, let me tell you about it. I'd be like, no, 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 shut up. But Catherine's yeah. the same way. If like there's something cool, she's like, I'm like, here, come and watch this. She's like, just what is it? And I'm like, just come and watch this. She's like, no, tell me what it is. And I'm like, I don't want to tell you what it is because it ruins it. Completely. She's like, just tell me what it is. And I'll tell her the whole thing. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not. It's hilarious. I just, you know. Uh, but listen, uh, thank oh, you man. so much. It was, uh, it was, it was such a hard uh, secret to keep for so long. Like it was, and, and like my mom, my mom only found out on Saturday craziness wow yeah wow, yeah wow. like we didn't tell anyone we did this and we locked it down oh also yeah props to your 12 year old roxy right. for keeping a secret because kids are terrible right. at keeping yes. secrets yes. I, I live with the two right. I, biggest spoilers in the world yeah Catherine and roxy <laughs> they spoil everything oh, right they, and they're fine with it so yes them keeping it a secret was a was a real was a real big thing and then everybody with the everybody with the book and here's the other thing too
when we sent the book out yeah for like reviews and like interviews to press and all this stuff they all got a copy without that chapter okay right and so nobody knew had to keep and, it a secret and i could have killed the book yeah. because it may yeah. just not have been interesting for people or or they may have felt you know slighted or whatever but uh-huh. nobody got that chapter until wow. Catherine until Catherine saw that chapter wow. hey peter before we let you go uh is there one part in that video that Roz released yesterday that like really got to you yeah at the end when the and then Catherine, uh, I guess, was reading that last part. Like, I mean, that that the tears just came down. You know, I mean, I, it was so, you know, emotional. And when she was crying, also that one really, really hit me. And also, uh, Raz too. Raz uh, shedding tears. Like, wow, that was like, what the hell? Yeah, man. Like, that was really nice, man. That's crying nice. it up. <laughs> yeah. you're a big man. <laughs> really, really nice. Really, really touching. It was really awesome. And, and, and congrats and, and, and stuff, man. Oh, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Peter, you're the best. Love have you, a, have a wonderful day. We love you right back, man. All right. Take care, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. He's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to it, yo. Woo. Feeling good. Yeah. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling great, man. Got a book coming out tomorrow. You do? I do. Shut up with that. Come on now. Who does we, that? Why do people do that? I don't understand why people do that. It's such bad, like, form to, like... How have we never talked about I it? I don't know. It's... I don't know. I did, Listen, okay, then never mind. I'm not going to say anything. This I can't is fantastic. Now the tables that. have that's turned. Like, that's like what, you, like, people you don't like say. Oh. You know what I mean? Hey, hope you have a good Christmas. It's Christmas? Shut up. Wow. Oh, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody your likes that. Yo, turn your headphones It's down not for a funny for anybody except for you. For Who, me? Yeah. Okay. Yo, Maury, Sham. I can still hear you. He's like really stressed. Huh? I'm not stressed. I know, but the oh interesting thing, you God. both have literally have done this to me anytime I talk about my engagement. What engagement? See? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get over it. That's old news. You've been married for years now. <laughs> Also, 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 can we just say now, for years, Maury felt that he had a lock on, like, the most well-planned out cool engagement on this show. Yeah. Did I just take that title? Bro. Bro. I, you... I, it's funny. I talked to Matthew about this, and we're like, I don't know. We still, we were on stage with Mariah Carey. No, 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 no. Can I just say, Bro. Roz, you have ruined it for yeah. every other person out there that's wanted to propose. Because their significant other is looking at your video and then looking at their partner and being like, you didn't write me a book. Okay, right. Yeah, you didn't plant me flowers. Thanks, right? Okay. You didn't spend two years. Okay, but I will say this. I didn't, one, I did not do it for that. If you haven't seen the video, you can go check out the video. I didn't, one, I did not do it for that. But you know me. I'm not the grand gesture kind of guy, right? Like, I'm just, that's this just not me. This is a pretty big I know grand it is. gesture. I know, I know. I've done this it is once. Like the grandest of gestures. There will never be another grand gesture out of me. I can tell you that much right now. I'm done. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've exhausted all my grand gesturing, right? I've exhausted all my <laughs> grand gesturing. No. Did your ex come out of the woodwork and say you didn't do that for me? No, Maury. Um, <laughs> um, no, I'm done. All my, I've done all my grand, all grand gesture. Uh, that's it. That's all you. That's all you get. Um, now I will say this though. I thought about uh, Maury and his title of having this sort of big grand gesture proposal on this show, and I knew as soon as I released that video, I was like, ding, 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 and knew, uh-huh. right? Like champ. Right, yeah. like I knew I took the title. I Wait, knew I took the title. Out of spite? No, I oh. didn't do it out of spite. But when I realized that there could be an aspect of this that could be interpreted as spite, I embraced it. <laughs> okay. I still don't okay. think right? it's ding, 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 champ. That's you don't you think so? 
Yeah. So just to, no, just to remind no, people, I, just to remind that. people. Let me, okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Mark. I was going to say it's it's amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. What you did yeah. is like insane. Okay. But I still don't think it throws mine in the bucket. Like I, didn't I still say, think that it's mine was epic. Okay. So and yours, remind people again what yours was because I forgot. I'd be more than happy to. Okay. Yeah, please. Um, it took me an entire year to plan it, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I proposed to my hus- my now husband, Matthew, on stage mm-hmm. with Mariah Carey right. at a Mariah Carey show. Right. Very first ever gay proposal at a concert. And how many have happened since? Oh, hundreds. Hundreds. Right? Well, like, give or take. Yeah, hundreds, hundreds. Probably. She's off, she's into that, right? Yeah, probably you know I mean? thousands. It's good, it's good PR for Mariah Carey. Yeah, although the ones that she's done since have been her staff, but sure. Yeah, sure, but it's good PR for Mariah Carey. And I'm not yeah. saying that's not a great grand gesture. I'm not saying that that's not a great grand gesture at all. I'm just saying that I think in the world of grand gesture proposals, I'm now the champ on this show. Oh, easily. I, I don't. I mean, in, it, sure, but I. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, it depends well, on. You what just finished saying sure, and yeah, no, I'm, like a I bunch of gonna, I'm not going to sit here and argue. I'm just going to say that it, it depends on what enough. kind of proposal you you like. Some people might still say that. I mean, wow, mine. I mean, Matthew loves wow. mine. Wow. mine <laughs> he can't. I gave, he I gave can't. Matthew what he wanted. He just can't. He Why would just, I just? Why just would I just? Can't. Why would I just? just can't. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I don't even know what the hell I was saying. Um, Your book's out tomorrow. Thank you very much, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Morgan, what's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. Oh, my God. Hi. How are you? Yes, how are you? Good. Okay. Now, before we continue with you, Morgan, Roz, yeah. Yeah. I got to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. First of all, your memoir, A Little Bit Broken, yeah. is finally out tomorrow. Right. We got the book signing Wednesday night at Indigo, downtown Toronto, Bay and Bloor, 7 p.m. DJ Climax is going to be there. Uh, the entire Ron Zamoka show is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Wild Night at the Bookstore. Yeah. After all of this time, knowing that you've spent two years of your life writing this book, yes, are you at all nervous for tomorrow's date? No. Really? No. Knowing that finally, after all this time, after talking about it so much, it, that everyone is going to, like, we're all collectively going to be able to read the words that you wrote. I'm sort of calm about the whole thing. Really? I really am, yeah, and it's and it's interesting because I've we've interviewed enough people, right? Like I've talked to so many people over the years that have had a project, whether it's an album or whatever it is, and I'm always curious and I always ask about how they feel that moment where something goes from being theirs mm-hmm. and only theirs to no longer belonging to them, and now as soon as you release it, it belongs to the world. It's up for interpretation, all those other things. For two years, when you work on something, it is only yours, and at a certain point, you give it away, mm-hmm. and it's no no longer mine at that point, right? It just belongs to everybody else. And so that's where I am right now. And it's sort of a weird, calm feeling. Like it's, it's okay. I will say this, that the people that mattered to me the most and how they felt about the book have already read it. And I know how they felt about the book. And so, (laughs) sorry, Maureen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the reason why we're talking to Morgan right now, huge Razamoka fan is because Morgan, is one of the select few who pre-ordered the book and actually received it from Amazon over the weekend. Well, there were some people that filled up my DMs where like Amazon sent out books early. Yeah. Like people got them on Friday. Dog, I was checking because we got a bunch of Amazon orders on the weekend and I was checking and none of those 
boxes contain your book and every time i i, I check my my orders list yes. it still says that the book that i pre-ordered back in april when you announced it is still showing up tomorrow morgan here's what i need to know from you wait no spoilers morgan okay okay no spoilers okay morgan so you got the book on friday right I got the book on Thursday. Thursday. You got it on Thursday. Oh my god! Amazon. Hold on. Did you get the book before Roz dropped the YouTube video? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, not. so you got okay. it after okay. the okay. spoiler. Um, yes. So wow. here's what I need to know from you right now, Morgan. Huge Roz Amoka fan. Did you read the entire yeah. book? The entire book. Oh my god, you did. <laughs> Yeah. <gasps> okay. I made it my mission to read the whole book this weekend. So Morgan is the very first civilian we've talked to yeah. that has read the entire Roz memoir. Um, thoughts? I honestly, Roz, like you said in the book, we're family. I've been listening to you for 13 years. Yeah. You've been part of our morning routine for 13 years. And I didn't think it was possible for me to love you anymore. Oh. And I really do after this book. How Thank many times you. during the reading of the book... Did you cry? Oh, a lot. I cried yeah. a lot. I laughed a lot. I rolled my eyes at you a lot. Yeah. Was, was, I can't I can't wait for so those good. parts of the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not So now you understand when I released the 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 when I did the spoiler video, when I released the proposal, of the one thing that I had said was that I needed people to go into this knowing that there was a happy ending because there's some parts in the book that are really tough to read and I needed you to know where you guys were going. Um did you get the sense that like were were there were there parts that you were like you know, man, this is, this is tough. Yeah. The, the whole part about your dad was yeah. I had to sometimes put the book down Aww. and just come back to it. Cause it was very emotional and I could feel that through your writing. How yeah. long did it take for you to read the book? I read it between Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you, so you pretty much like plowed right through the night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I couldn't put it down. Well, I did for a little, but it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. I I wanted to finish it. Now that we have you on the phone, since you've read Ross's book, do you have, without spoiling anything, right? Because the rest of us civilians haven't received the book yet. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any questions for Ross that won't have, spoil the experience for anyone uh, that's getting the book as of tomorrow? I have two. Yeah. On the back cover, are you wearing your dad's cardigan? Yes. <gasps> okay. Oh my God. Okay. And? Do you have pictures from when you had platinum blonde hair? Yes. Because we need to see that. Oh, so they're not in the book. Oh, right. No, you already no said there's already no said, pictures in the book. No, they wanted to do pictures, and yeah. I was like, no, nah, man, no. Nah, Where's nah. the uh, platinum blonde hair picture? Uh, oh, my God. I have. I think my mom has a couple and stuff Aww. like that. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. on the fridge? Yeah. No, not on the fridge. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? My mom's abusive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just assume. Listen, in our house, my mom has like photos on the fridge. Yes. Oh my god. Um. So I I can't thank you enough. This is uh. This is amazing. You are the Morgan. You're the 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 first person who is not directly tied to me uh, that has read it, and your your review and feedback means the world to me because that's really all that matters to me. I'm so happy that I could be the first, and it feels like a really cool flex that I can now. Yeah, <laughs> sure, flex away, girl. Listen, um, <laughs> just to up the uh, the numbers game here for Rot. Did you leave a review on Amazon? You can't yet. Oh, you can't. Yeah, not yet. Not till. Not till. Not until it's out tomorrow. Not until it's out tomorrow. No, right. wouldn't let me. Yeah. Yo, save it in your drafts, girl, and get that <laughs> copy and paste tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Thank you, Morgan. Love you lots. Thank you so much. I love you so both so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today's the day. A little bit broken. A memoir by our very own Roz. Mm.
yeah. is available yeah. everywhere. Thank you. Everywhere Thank and you. anywhere you get your books. Anywhere you and, buy uh, those things. And your audiobook as well. Yeah. You got the audiobook. For, for purchase. Yes. Did you listen to it at all? I am four chapters in. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you listen to it on the drive in today? Uh, yep. Oh, that's rough. Don't yeah. start your day with this, man. This is going to be my life this week. Yeah? Yeah. My Bro. goal is to finish the book. You will. Well, I'm here in case you want to give me anything. <laughs> no, later you will get your, uh, you will get your coffee later, Maury. Wow. Trust me on that. Today's the, <laughs> today's the day where we find out if, uh, if Maury worked his way into the book or not. So far. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, so far no. It could either be a great or bad Jewish New Year. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry to do this on the holidays, Mark. Uh, what's to, it, to, to it wasn't planned that this. way, by the way. No. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it may, there, I don't know if there's some sort of like Jewish miracle prayer that, prayer that you want to be saying right now. The Shema? Okay. Yeah, the Shema. Yeah, I would do that. I would lean heavy on the Shema right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Double Shema. <laughs> Maybe even triple schmuck. Uh, right? uh, yeah. You feeling no. good today? Uh, yeah. I feel, you're asking me. I feel, no, yeah, more. Are you okay, buddy? Yeah, you're good? Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, no, I feel uh, I feel good. I'm in a, a sort of like, I did a lot of talking about it yesterday. I went to, um, I went up to ET Canada yesterday mm-hmm. and did ET Canada Live and then did like a 25-minute interview with Cheryl um, oh, wow. for the network show for ET Canada. Uh, did she get emotional the, during the book? Uh, the interview because I know you guys have obviously yeah. a close relationship and working on that show forever together. Yeah, there was. You'll see it. I don't want to sort of spoil their their interview or whatever way they're going to cut it. But like, there was one point where we were just like both crying. Oh, buddy! Uh, during the interview. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's uh, you know it was an, it was like an emotional day, and then I got home and, and Catherine had tacos waiting for me, and I yeah. was just like she's just the, the real best, one. right? Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, so I did a lot of talking about it yesterday, a lot of talking uh-huh. about it. And well, so, we don't have to talk about it today then. No, no, we can. It's oh. all, it's all, it's all good. But I'm just saying that like the, the sort of more you talk about it, the, the, the easier, it, the easier it is because with the book, it was the one thing that I, I, is that the, the, the sort of harder parts in, in life and the stuff that you've never talked about was actually the easiest stuff to write. Mm. It was the, it, the sort of. Almost the the joyous stories were more difficult to to really? put down. Yeah, the hard stuff the hard stuff just came out because it was all just stacked there, right? Yeah. And you had never said anything to anybody before. I'd never told these stories before, so it was like I just had all this material. Yeah, like yeah, I, had, yeah. I just had all this stuff, and it was just like, okay, it's go time now. Um, but no, it was uh, it was it was a really Can good. You call interview. your mom today. Am I going to call? Yeah, I'll call my mom today. Yeah, I mean, realistically, she should call me. I don't see how um, that makes sense. Oh. Um, Actually, no, I agree. She yeah, should call you. Yeah, it's my big day. She should call me. Not I think I'm gonna wait around and not talk to my mother today at a spite or anything like that. I think uh, your mom and your brother should call you today. Yes, yeah, my brother. My brother uh, said something real great to me yesterday, which was uh, which was really beautiful. But saying? I'm not saying anything to you. That's private. You can't say my brother said something really nice to me and then not tell us. Why not? If it's private, then don't say that. How many how many things in your life happened to you that you don't tell Matthew? Oh. Good point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe you might want to leave that one right there, Mar. <laughs> yeah, it does. Don't you have triple schma to say right now, bro? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. All right, so the time has come. There was a mystery going into this whole book thing mm. with us. Um, and when I announced it, damn it, Maury had one question about my book. And what was that question, Maury? Am I in the book? Am I in the book? Mm-hmm. And I said at the time, Maury, you can work your way in the book. Yeah. 
And so Maury spent months making custom T-shirts and everything else, uh, working, trying to work his way into the Loosely. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Hey, Uh, that was an expensive shirt. (laughs) Uh, So today is reveal day. Okay. It is reveal day. Uh, Damn it, Maury. My heart's pounding. Run down the hallway and come and grab a book. Okay. Okay? (laughs) And here's the thing. What we discovered discovered over the weekend is that for some people, uh, Amazon kind of screwed up and they delivered the book before... Today's they, date. They did. Right? They did. They and did. Uh, so there's there's so there's a bunch of people who have read the book, okay. right? Take it back. Go on, out you go. Yep. And so they know the answer. They do. Right? I know. There's people that know people have said it to me like out loud. Oh wow. And and I'm like, easy, 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 easy. Uh, okay, my so, book is. Show, I hope my book is at my front steps when I get home from work today. Okay, so Maury, you have the book. How does it smell? It smells like a brand new book. Okay, it smells really nice. Now, do you think the you're in there? Is, oh, I'm not done talking okay. about how great your book feels. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I love the glossiness of the cover. As a huge book lover, this yes. is a moment. Yes. Okay. So we are going to take a break. We're going to come right back, and we mm. will reveal. Oh my as God! To- the back photo. You look so hot. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh God, he's saying a lot of nice things. Um, and we will reveal <laughs> whether Maury, <laughs> whether Maury is in the book or not. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, okay, so it is reveal time. I wrote a book called A Little Bit Broken. Out everywhere, by the way. Out everywhere. Including the audio version, yes. the audio book. Uh, Damn it, Maury. Uh, I gave Damn it, Maury his copy of the book, and the question Maury had when I wrote this was, am I in it? Maury, have you been able to find out yet just from flipping through whether you are, in fact, in the book or not? No, but I found six F words. Oh. Already? <laughs> only, <laughs> only, only six? <laughs> There's probably oh, more. Oh, eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> eight. <laughs> All on the same page. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. It's 18 plus, Deepa. Okay. Uh, it's, it's 18 plus, this book, Maury. Uh, any luck yet? Well, you, you, I, I wouldn't stick to the beginning chapters, Maury, because I didn't know you when I was 12. <laughs> it's not going to be anywhere there. Uh, it's oh, not going to be no. anywhere there. Not here. Not here. Okay. What page are you on? 285. Okay. okay. Out of? Out of 331. Okay. Keep going. Oh, could this be it? What? You said here, that boy. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you made it in the book. Here's Maury in the book. This is this is incredible. He's, 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 he's flipping, he's flipping, he's flipping. He's what flipping. page are you on now? 303. Okay. Oh. Did I go too far? Keep looking. Oh my god. No, wait, we're back to 1980? No. Oh, my dad never. <laughs> he's flipping. He's flipping. Oh, oh no. he's flipping. This chapter is called The Hard Way Home. What page is that? Uh, 316. No, you were way too far. Way, way too, too far? far? Way too far. Oh, so oh, hold on. Wait, you just oh. answered something. Too far. Oh. Hey, Maury. Yeah? Go to page 291. Oh, my God. Is Maury in the book? You wouldn't be saying 291, 291. if he wasn't in the book. I'm not on that page. Keep looking. Oh. Read it out loud. <laughs> Read it out loud. Read it out loud. Anyone who's ever written a book has that one friend who's going to skim through the entire thing looking for their own name. Maury Sherman, this is for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mori is a footnote. Mori is a footnote. That's cooler than anything. Mori is a Mori is a footnote in my in my book. That's cooler than being in the book. Do you want to? This is better. Do you want to read it again? Read it out for people again, more. With a cross next to it, it says. Anyone who's ever written a book has that one friend who's going to skim through the entire thing looking for their own name. Maury Sherman, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> that is fantastic. Hey, okay, real question, real question, serious question, okay? Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that footnote added, like, after you finished the book, or did you already know that you were going to have that in there at the very beginning of planning to write this book um it was it was already there but everybody involved knew that if there was ever going to be a last change to the book it was going to be to remove the footnote oh, oh so, my god so i earned my way in <laughs> congratulations damn it <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast I wanted to get some fan reaction. I, I had said to fans yesterday, "Hey, listen, if you if you're reading a chapter and something hits you, and you know you get inspired or you feel something, uh, just send me a note and just like so we can play the so we can play the recording of it uh, on the show." Um, but uh, but quickly before we before we get to that quickly, Maury, uh, not a review just because Mocha is not that far into the book yet. Not a review at all, but just your initial reaction because Maury's completed the book. It's the single greatest book I've ever read. Wow! And I'll just say Aww. the sad parts are sad. Yep. The funny parts are hella funny. Yep. And I would have been best friends with your dad. Oh. Wow, interesting. That's a great that is a great reaction. That is if right there, that's a fantastic reaction. Thank you, damn it, Maury, for that. I really appreciate that, man. Um, so I wanted to get fans an opportunity to sort of give their reactions um, to things that they've read so far. And a lot of people I know binged it in one day. Which to me is shocking, but Mm. thank you for that. Uh, I don't know where you want to start. I don't know who you want to start with. Uh, Let's start with uh, this one that we got from Krista. Hey, Roz. My name is Krista. 26 seconds. That's how long it took me listening to your book before I started crying. Wow. 26 friggin' seconds. 26 seconds. Look at Diva. Diva looks like she's about to cry right now. (laughs) I know. Um, I absolutely love this one from Kevin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Listen to this. It's a little bit long, but whatever. It deserves to be played in its entirety. My name is Kevin. Uh, I've gotten four hours in today on the Roz Weston's memoir, a little bit broken. I barely got through the first chapter. I had to call my father immediately. Listening to the book, you're listening to Roz, you're listening to Roz tell a story, but the whole time I've been thinking about myself. I've been thinking about my life and I've been thinking about the people that shape me and the people that are impacting me and how important your experiences are. And this memoir is the first memoir I've ever listened to and it's the most human thing I've ever heard to the point where I'm only thinking about myself. And I'm just a regular guy, I'm a regular dad. I have a father. I have a wife, I have, a, I have children, and it's just the most human, realist thing I've listened to. I've cried the entire second half when he's talking about his father because all I can think about is mine and how my father gives me drive for how much he's proud of me. It's really, it's really, really good, and I'm going to go right back and listen to it. I'm just letting my headphones charge right now. 
Oh man! Did, did you <laughs> did you get that two more? Did you like see yourself in anything a little bit? I saw myself in many many different, just not the dating women parts. Yeah, but everything else, I <laughs> I found spoiler my, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? No spoilers. I'm not like, done no, yet. There are like a yeah. million. And can I just okay? There's one part that really I didn't. I I read it and I wanted yeah. to like kill you. Oh, wow. Like, you said a line, yeah. and it hit hard. Oh, okay, okay. Not for something wow. I did. No. Okay, I, cool. I guess I can't say. No, no, no. no, 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 no not no, right now. We, we'll, we will get to that. We will get to all of that stuff. I uh, promise let me you play, more, Let me play. Because um, I do want to hear it. Let me play one more. These are uh, reviews that were coming in <laughs> from people yesterday who started either reading uh, Ross's memoir or started listening to the, yeah. the audio book. Ross, I have started your book, and oh, my God, you are such a strong and admirable person who has shared this story and I admire you so much because I myself have gone through adversities and have a life goal of doing exactly what you just did publishing a book and becoming stronger from making it to the other side congrats man there you go so, so I'm good. sure as people make their way through the book um, either reading it or listening to it you're going to be getting yeah. more and more of those the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast uh-oh, everyone Uh-oh. in this room is super tired. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Wild night at the bookstore last night. Yo. That was crazy. I uh, I was so just humbled and uh, full of emotion. And um, we rammed Indigo like Indigo had never been rammed before. 500 people showed up Can at, I ask the, you a question? at the signing last night. Yeah. When you arrived, you came in through a back door. I did, yeah. And I was talking to your mom, and I said, I don't think Roz has seen this crowd. I had When you walked... Th- when you saw that crowd for the first time, tell me your feeling. Um, oh, so here's what happened is that they wanted me to sort of go a backstage way. And then when Sangeeta Patel um, introduced me, I was just supposed to sort of walk onto stage. And I was talking to the people at Indigo and my publicist. Um, and I was like, I was like, guys, take me the other way. I need to walk through that crowd. And mm-hmm. they were like, no, it's going to take way too long. And I'm like, I'm walking through that crowd. Like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> right? And, uh, and, so, and so they took me around the whole other way way and then so I, I told climax to play a specific song when i uh when what song was that uh dancing with myself by billy idol and uh and then as soon as i heard that we started walking and i was the first time i saw the crowd and i and i i went through one small section of the crowd and i thought that was the crowd but they brought me <laughs> through this one small section and then it opened up into a giant room where the actual crowd was yeah like it was it was amazing i it was so blown away really was incredible to see the fans show up like that and uh you know we came to like on the show we came to the realization that this version of the Roz and mocha show Roz, myself dammit mori deepa and shem yeah last night was the very first time the show was out together hanging out with the fans in front of an audience right yeah. which is really Instagram. Yeah. which is really really nice um and we can't thank uh the fans enough for uh for the support and for showing up the the messages i'm getting my my two favorite uh i'm getting first of all i'm getting a lot of like i'm crying constantly reading my dms because people are just so beautiful in what they're sharing with me um but the my two favorite things that i've been getting from fans because fans know me and this show uh, so well 
are people that have a picture of my book, mm-hmm. and then in the background is the box my book came in with a cat sitting in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you, my absolute favorites, Yeah, I get so many messages, people being like, I thought I would honor you, and I read the first chapter on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so many bathroom pictures. Oh, it's man. amazing. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, th- uh, let me just go through a couple of texts that we've been getting. Yeah. Uh, 925-555, by the way. Thank you so much, Roz, for the incredible night. Love talking to you and seeing how much friends and family truly love and support you. Um, thank you, Mocha, for being there. Um, oh, and then I, this guy, I, I FaceTime with his wife. Oh, that's so good. As well. Like he told you to, right? You just yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't catch him FaceTiming with <laughs> no, his wife. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, just wanted to say uh, last night was amazing. My wife and I got to see and talk to you all. Everyone was an absolute rock star. And another special congratulations to Roz. Also, thank you for signing my bookcase. Or, sorry, my phone case. Yeah, oh, yeah, that guy was Oh, I great. signed that guy's phone, too. I wrote Maury's phone. <laughs> no, you didn't. Did you really? Yeah. <sighs> um... No, people were so great, though. It was awesome. I saw a lot of tears. Yeah, so did I. I was, like, fighting not to cry, dude, the whole time I was sitting there. I was just so emotional. you mentioned the the Bruce Springsteen thing, right? Yeah. We got another text that said, Wild Night at the Bookstore, indeed. The Indigo employee I spoke with said the only other time an author drew a crowd that size was the boss Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Well done, Roz. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for your book. Shout out to Jeremy from Indigo. That's the guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm the girl who had her book stolen. Thank you guys for a fun and cool night. <laughs> oh, we yeah. finished strong with ice cream. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Yo, something happened. What happened? What happened? She got her. So she she ran up afterwards and she's like, she got her book stolen from somebody. She no. she she went to the bathroom. I think yeah. it was, and then her book just somebody swiped it. No, and then she was to get another one. Yeah. Oh, did we get and her another one? She did. She did yeah. get another one. She did. Uh, oh, like she went man. around for another round of autographs or something, right? Like, <laughs> no. oh, I'm sorry, your butt. Here's my book again. Oh my <laughs> so god! Cute. That's, a, that's what happens at a wild night at a bookstore. That's true thievery. That truly is a thievery. wild night. Yeah, you had music. You thievery. had uh, the, oh, the, yeah. the the spot was like just so loud. Yeah. And then you got thieves in, yeah. in the place. <laughs> <laughs> People nicking things, man. Uh, so David Mori was out there um, talking to fans as well and and treating it the way it should be treated, right? Because because it was a big event and yeah. talking to fans. And it was such a big, massive news story uh, in the city last night. A wise man once said you should never judge a book by its cover. But when it comes to this cover, how can you not judge that beauty? Somebody else once said you can never truly enjoy a book unless it's autographed or unless you meet that author. Well, one of the most talked about Who books this week is Ross Weston's A Little Bit Broken. People are here in droves at a local bookstore, Indigo Bay and Bluer, to meet the most talked about author this week. And we're here to see how that experience felt for them. He's so nice. He really, like, connects with you, looks at you in the face, and really gets everything in there. And I'm really excited because it looks amazing. Look at this. Yeah, it was really nice to hear him talk about the book and then get it signed, like... Once in a lifetime experience. Have you smelled the book yet? Have you smelled yeah. your copy of the book? Yeah, I love it. It smells great. I've been listening to him for so long, so it feels like I'm meeting a friend for the first time. You just got your book signed by Roz Weston, a little bit broken. Tell me how that felt for you. Oh my God, it was amazing. He's so tall. It felt so <laughs> surreal. It was like seeing a huge celebrity. Did you have a chance to say anything to him? I actually wrote him a congratulations card to just congratulate him on the engagement and on the book launch. 
Oh my goodness, describe your shirt for everyone. Uh, well, we survived a wild night at the bookstore. We heard there was going to be a wild night here, so we decided to make some shirts. And tell me about the experience and the feeling of getting your book signed by Roz. He was amazing. It was so awesome. He touched my hand. It means a lot to me because um, I actually started reading the book and I almost finished it. And honestly, this book hit me in a lot of places. So to have it signed by him and to give him and let him know my appreciation for it was very special to me. And I'm glad that he's family. You had an opportunity and you're incredibly emotional. You held hands in a very tight embrace with Roz and you're crying. Talk to me about that feeling. I just, I've been listening to the show for like, I don't know, 14 years, 13 years. And this just means so much to me. Um, this just feels incredible, like seeing him in the flesh. What did his hands feel like? The last time I held his hands, they were awfully cold. Oh God. They were actually warm. Oh, you got the warm Ross. I got the cold Ross. <laughs> and they were soft too. You just got your copy of A Little Bit Broken signed by Roz Weston your immediate feelings? Emotional. Emotional, and I'm ready to cry because everyone's telling me that they're going to cry, and uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm going to Mexico tomorrow morning, so I'm definitely going to read this whole thing on the on the plane. As we look behind us at Roz, who's signing the books right now, if you could say anything to him right now, what would you say? Thank you for being so amazing. I love you so much. You got three books signed. Why three? Uh, because I love him so much, and if one gets ruined, I have a backup. Oh and now I'm waiting for your book so I can add it to my collection. Mine will be a pamphlet. <laughs> That's okay. I'll a whole it. lot broken. That's okay. I'll add it to my collection. Oh, my God. You got your book signed. Whoa. XO. We put an X and O. That's hugs and kisses. Oh, I'm loving it. What was that experience like? Tell me about the feeling. It was amazing. It was a rush. It was just amazing all around. So there wow, you go. That wow, is a wrap wow, on wow, Wild Night at the guys. Bookstore. Ladies and gentlemen, our very own Roz. The memoir is out right now. A little bit broken. Available everywhere. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, Fabian. Yo, what a wild night at the Buckstar. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, I'm tired, man. I didn't get to bed till like, 1130, man. Oh, me, um, me too. Fabian and his daughter were at uh, the Indigo Bookstore last night for your uh, your book signing, Roz. Yeah. And uh, Fabian's, like, one of the first people that I saw there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, yo, man. Uh, you don't smell like weed. <laughs> I let you down, bro. I let you down, man. <laughs> Yo, I gotta tell you though, Fabian, Fabian had fans yeah, at the really. book signing last night. Did you really, night. Fabian? I did. I did, man. I'm blown away, bro. I'm blown away, man. People were saying, "Yo, you're famous." And I'm like, "No, nah, man. I'm just like you guys, man. I'm just like you guys. There's nothing different between me and you." Oh Fabian was were like, standing. No, were taking my so pictures. Yeah, so Fabian was standing. Like after I talked to Fabian, I started to talk to to other fans, right? <laughs> and one guy, he leaned into me and he was like. Yo, is that Fabian? And yeah. I was like, Yeah, it is. He's like, Oh, I knew it. And then he walked over and started talking to Fabian. <laughs> really? And then later in the night, I saw like what you're just talking about, Fabian. It's other people who are grabbing you for like selfies. Oh my god, that's so yeah, great. man. How'd that feel? Crazy, How'd man. that feel? Man, amazing. Like honestly, amazing, man. Even one lady was telling my daughter, Yo, your 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 dad's famous. You know that, right? <laughs> my daughter was looking at me, and then we got in the car. My my daughter looks at me. She goes, You're not famous. And I'm like, I'm not. She goes, why is everybody telling me this? I'm like, I'm not famous, man. I'm just a, a big, huge fan. Razamoka and everybody there is a big part of my life, and that's just what it is. Like, you know what I mean? 
That's like so honestly, great. man. Like oh, you guys have no idea how much I flip and love you guys, man. Like you don't. It was so good to see you last night, man. That was the oh, best. Oh, bro, you don't understand, Roz, man. Like I'm so happy for you, man. Yeah. Uh, like honestly, I hear everybody talking about the book, and and it's so facts, bro. A lot of the stuff that you wrote about in the book, man, and like I see myself in it a little, man. Yeah. And it's crazy, man. Like crazy. Like I get chills in my spine, bro. That's amazing, it's like, dude. Like I, I'm lost for words, bro. Like all you guys, I finally got to meet Shem. I finally got to meet Deepa. Like yo, yeah. it was oh wild. I know, I know, Mocha. I know, Mocha promised the wild night at the bookstore, and like, I don't know if there's ever been a promise made and a promise kept, yeah, as accurately as wild night at the bookstore. A hundred percent. My wife said, "Yo, they close at eight o'clock. What are we doing here?" <laughs> yeah. <And I'm> like, <laughs> I dipped before yes. uh, before you did. Obviously, what time were you there till? Me? Yeah. I walked out of there. Security brought me outside when my when my car came, and that was ten fifty five. Holy! Yeah, Holy. yeah, yeah. It was because when the line finished, the great thing was is that when the line finished of fans, all they cleared out all the fans, and then all the Indigo staff lined up. Oh, to get wow. to get to get their stuff signed, right? So then I spent like a like ten minutes with the with the Indigo staff and thanking them because they were bloody incredible, sure. like all night. There was one girl. I, I, I wish I knew her name, and I, she had a name tag on, but I couldn't see it from where I was. But she was on my right. There was one staff at Indigo that literally she stood in one spot and danced the, the, one in the, pink tights. the one in the pink tights. Yeah, she oh. danced <laughs> the entire oh night. Yeah, wow. from when, when Climax was spinning. She just danced. Like, she was doing crowd stuff and everything else and making sure everybody was cool, but she danced really? the entire time, bro. Oh, it was... Me and my wife were talking about her at the end of the night when we were in our garage smoking. We were like, that girl in the pink tights, oh, my God, yeah. what a vibe. Yeah, yeah. So big shout great. out to the girl in the pink tights yeah, at Indigo, man. man. Yeah. What a vibe. Man, I love you guys. I got to get to work. Yeah, I love you guys it. with all my heart, man. If there's anything I can ever flip and do for you guys, you yeah. know I'm there for you, man. Uh, I just love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, man. Yeah. And congratulations on this book, man. Thanks, dude. Love it was you, too. great seeing you last night, Fabian. Oh, done. No, same feelings are here, man. I just right wish on. I could have stank up the place for you. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Um, Snoop was on Wheel of Fortune. Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Celebrity Wheel. I didn't think he was Civilian Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Morning. Um, I guess if you want to be official. And, uh, Snoop is so bad at Wheel of Fortune guessing yeah. that the montage of Snoop guessing. So he's looking at the board of what letters are available. Uh-huh. And his answers compared to what the clue actually is, may be the funniest wrong answers in the history of Wheel of Fortune. And it's Snoop. Baking onions. Uh, no, everybody else is in it now. Amanda? Baking brownies. Yeah. <laughs> Baking onions. And Snoop. Toilet Atlas. Toilet Atlas. <laughs> I have no idea. But Mark, talented artist. <laughs> Swallowing the, the knot. Swallowing the knot. That, no, that's not right. Everybody else now, Amanda. Sweetening the pot? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, God.
<laughs> Airport teacher. Airport no, teacher. Everybody helps me out. <laughs> Amanda. Acting teacher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Uh, yeah, two U's. No money for them, but you could maybe solve it. Try Underwater stud. Underwater stud. No, mark a letter. P, please. Yeah, let it come up and tell us what's up there once it shows. Publicity stunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, he finally gets one right. He gets one right. There you go. There are four yes. U's. Ready for this? All right, you can, uh, if you don't know, you can spin again or... Oh, I'd like about. to solve the puzzle. Well, then go ahead. Uh, sun's out. Buns out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey! You got suns out, buns out. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Brian, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm doing great. How are you? We uh, are good. Why are you reaching out to us, man? Oh, is age truly just a number? Mmm. You wrote us this, uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I'm a 38-year-old young gay man, as Maury might say. Uh, I find myself mostly attracted to men much younger than me. I've been dating men in their early to mid-20s and running into some issues. I know, I know, Maury's probably thinking, where's the issue? (laughs) Uh, First, it's difficult to find someone that age on my level career-wise and ambition-wise. Secondly, my parents and friends have have opinions. Uh, They tell me it can never work, and I'm setting myself up for heartbreak, so I need your help. Is age truly just a number or should I be listening to what I'm being told? Are, are yeah. you, now, are you looking for a, a partner or are you looking to hook up? Uh, I mean, that's a great question, Ralph. And uh, I would love to find a partner for sure. I am okay. definitely a romantic type um, and I'm looking for that one person. Okay, so how long are these relationships uh, lasting when you are with them? Yeah, so I think the last one, uh, I was dating a guy who was 24. It lasted a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I told my parents about it and I could just feel the judgment from my mom's eyes, some of the comments coming from her and it just kind of, it made me embarrassed, you know? Yeah. Have any of the guys that you have dated, the younger ones, have they ever made it clear to you that they're in it for the long run? Like they want to attempt to make this work and make it last? Yeah. I don't, uh, I haven't met anyone that hasn't been interested in what I'm interested in, but you know, there's definitely some some maturity differences sometimes for sure. I will say this, that the, the gay couples that I've known over the years, right? The gay for the gay friends that I've had, when it comes to hooking up, always, always huge age differences, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, yeah. But my friends that are gay that I know that are have been in sort of long-term, very successful, loving relationships are very, very close in age. Right. Okay. So, and I don't know what the stigma is, is like um, when it comes to how it's perceived. Like I know in straight world, like you can just look at, you know, famous people and anytime somebody is, you know, much older and they hook up with somebody much younger, or whether they're a man or a woman, uh, you know, there's a stigma attached to it. I don't know if that stigma exists or it's the same in in gay world. Like, I don't know how it's perceived. Um, you would know sort of better than I, but I think that you have to find somebody that you connect with. And if you connect with somebody other than their body, 
um, who is much younger than you. I, I think that, you know, age, no, does not maybe matter as much as your family might think mm-hmm. it, it, it does. But I think that you have to find common ground and finding common ground when you're 40 and you're dating somebody 20 years younger than you is really difficult because the common ground that you're going to base that relationship on is going to be sex. Yeah, I think that's completely fair. And I think the stigma is not as much in the gay community, but, you know, my parents are heterosexual. My, a lot of my friends are. And so I don't think they quite see things the same way that I do. Have yeah. you tried like getting to know someone in and around your own age or is this that's not you're not interested at all? No, I definitely have. Um, and I find I just get bored. Uh, I don't know. Because do, young, young things are exciting. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's right. Fair. It's like getting a puppy. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, damn it, Maury. I just wanted to say first that this, that he is a very attractive man. Okay. He has a a house. Yeah. He has a great job. Right. So, I mean, this guy's a catch. But I'm, but I'm starting to think. You're also married. Yes. I'm hyping him up. I'm starting to think, though, that maybe you may be looked at by youngers as like some sort of daddy. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, and I'm not a, I'm not offended by that term. <laughs> right. So why can't he but, but do you want to be that though? Yeah, I think I think ultimately at the end of the day, I want someone maybe a little bit closer in age on my level that, you know, wants to travel and build a life together and mm. I might be wasting my time a little bit. What's that what's the age difference between you and Matthew, Maury? Five years. So I appreciate the compliment you gave earlier about yeah. successful friends and gay marriages uh, that you have. Um how what who's younger? Oh, Matthew's younger. Matthew's younger, right. So he's like, what, 45? I mean, we both look the same age. Uh-huh. Mm, no, no, you Matthew really don't. Matthew looks really young. Matthew, looks, Matthew looks way younger than five years from uh-huh. you. Well, that's because I'm never in good lighting. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Lighting is key. <laughs> so, I don't know, Brian. I think you may have to, like, expand yeah. your horizon. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. But, but having yeah. somebody, you know, like every guy, straight or gay, right, Every guy, you know, and for the most part, I guess women too. Um, but I don't know what what that's what that's like. I just know what it's like to be a guy. There is always going to be something magical when you hit a certain age in your thirties, forties, maybe even fifties, where somebody who is much younger than you, who has way more options, looks at you like you are something else. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's just a feeling that's difficult to match anywhere else in the world. I think that's completely fair. And and uh, and somebody like you, you know, why well, you're single? Why not capitalize on that? And that's sort of the loop that you're going to get yourself into, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys so much. I think this is super helpful, and you know, I just uh, I think I know what I need to do. Yeah, yeah. Right, we buddy. appreciate you, man. Thank you, Brian. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have a great day. Right uh, on, brother. You too. Take care. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Uh, David Moore had a chance to talk to Alicia Cuthbert who is in a new movie with Josh Duhamel and the great Mel Gibson. Is that, I, what's the name of that movie? It's called... Um, Bandit. 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 It's I, actually really good. Bro, there was one clip that Josh Duhamel posted on his uh, social where he was just like standing there trying to sell ice cream or something like that. And I don't know what the hell he was doing, but my God, it was funny. Like, really? Like so funny. Um, is it funny, Maury, or am I like crazy? It's, it's funny, but yeah. it's just more... Tell me if this makes sense. It's it's not as much funny as it is just really good. Sure. sure. Uh, but like good in what way? Like compared to something for me like, here. Like it's like, entertaining. Like it was like full of action. So it's like an action movie. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Why don't you just say that? It's full of action. Just say it's an action. You understand the genre, <laughs> right? It's a movie, but like there's, you know, like there's like action in it. Yeah, it's an action movie, right? We get the genre. It's very popular. Uh, I don't know if you know. It's called Bandit. It's on Rogers on Demand right now. Uh, the true story of Canada's notorious flying bandit, Gilbert Galvin, who is played by Josh Dumal, uh, a jail escapee from the U.S. Galvin makes his way to Canada and attempts to go straight, but once he falls in love with a local woman Uh-oh. who's played by Lisa, Lisa Cuthbert, it all goes to hell always, and discovers he's got a baby on the way, he turns to bank robbery to make ends meet. <laughs> As you do. To his amazement. He has a natural, uncanny gift for being able to knock over banks without injuring anyone. And once he gets financing from a local tough guy, Mel Gibson, yeah. the sky's the limit. Okay, here we go. I like this right. movie already. So we already said, true story, uh, the real Gilbert Galvin Jr. robbed 59 banks and jewelry stores oh, right yeah. across Canada. And to this day, still holds the record for most consecutive robberies in Canadian history. That, I mean, I know we should not applaud no, stuff like that, not. but at some point, Yo, right? Coast coast, at some point, you gotta, like, you know, respect the game. Uh, this is Damon Mori with Alicia Cuthbert. Alicia Cuthbert, oh my God, this movie was fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. Now, here's the thing. Knowing that this is a true story, blue my mind right right to this day this guy it still holds the record for the most consecutive robberies in canadian history right i don't know if you get a trophy for that if we should clap <laughs> no you go to jail for that oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess but that's pretty cool that's an incredible accomplishment do you know if he's um still holds that record is he proud of that record what do you know about that you know what? He's an interesting dude, but yes, I think he's pretty proud of it. I think he thinks, you know, how he pulled it off and all the intricate workings that he had to sort of, uh, do to make that happen. I mean, he, I mean, he's really proud of his, his, uh, aeroplan status for sure. Cause he was flying across the country. Um, I mean, he, he robbed banks in every single province except for Prince Edward Island and Newfoundland because they were islands and he was afraid that in his escape, he wouldn't be able to fly. If, if, the, if a flight was canceled, he wouldn't be able to get out. So luckily for the islands, they, they, they kind of got away. But every other province, I mean, he's pretty stoked on it. I won't lie. <laughs> he's like, but it was, it, listen, it was a different time. It was 1985. Uh, airports were a lot different, as we all know. Um, I think it was, not to say that it was easy for him, but it was certainly a different time period. Now, do you think the real guy even... Like now, he's still pretty pissed off that sure he holds a record, yeah. but there's those two spots in the country he hadn't been able to conquer yet. May, uh, maybe, like, does it bother him? Yeah, it might, it might, and it depends on how sort of you know into himself he is, which it sounds like he's very well, he much. He was into at himself. the premieres and walked the red carpet, he did, eh? So he's not in the joint <laughs> no. anymore, no? Yeah. Back, but back in the day, like, did 19- you check if you still had your wallet after you walked past you? <laughs> I, I was good. Back in the day, though, like you have to think now surveillance. There's eyes everywhere, right? It's impossible to do this stuff now. Like back when he was doing it, and I don't want to demean the man's record, uh-huh. okay, or his run at thievery, but like back in the day, realistically, it was like 
you just needed a guy who could get you a real cool fake mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or in this yeah. movie, fake nose. Right. Fake nose. Like that's really what that you was needed. the disguise. Yeah. You needed a fake nose. Now you need, my God, you know, you got, you need a cyber expert. Yeah. You need people on the inside. Yes. Right. Uh, this is Dan Mori talking to Alicia Cuthbert. The new movie is called Bandit, which is available on, uh, on demand. Roger's on demand right now. Are you worried that this movie might ruin things for any potential bank robberies in Canada (laughs) since the movie makes fun of our bank security? Like if people were planning on robbing banks in Canada, this movie might ruin that for them. Well, it's funny. Someone recently said to me, they were like, I know how we got away with it. Canadians are so nice that like he was just super, it was super easy for him to just go in and rob the bank. I said, yeah, Canadians are nice, but we're not that nice. We don't want our banks robbed, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I don't know what you've been told. I don't think we're that silly. He was really charming. That's the other thing. Um, and when you watch the film, Josh Jumel plays uh, Gilbert and he he does uh, it, it kind of, he portrays him as he is in that, he never was violent. He never he never killed anyone. He, he he would always he said he had a gun sometimes. Sometimes he didn't even have a gun. Um, but what he would do is he would go in in these different disguises and kind of charm them and basically kind of go, "I'm robbing this bank." And it was sort of like they just sort of got caught off guard. And then he would like rip the disguises off and take off and get on a plane and get back home to his wife and kids. And it was just like the most bizarre thing, but. Yeah, it was. It, 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 people are going to be interested to see how he kind of pulled it off when they see the movie. Hold on a second. So, did he rip off the disguise while robbing, like no, at the bank? Right. As soon as he walked oh, out. Oh, yeah. not yeah. like, haha, it was me, no. Gilbert. And, all ha- and how many banks did he rob? What's the stat there, Mocha? He robbed how many banks? 59. 59. 59 banks and jewelry stores. A lot of fake noses. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The new movie is Bandit, starring uh, Alicia Cuthbert, Mel Gibson, and Josh Dumal. Roger's on demand right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The weekend return to Toronto. These are the made-up shows, right? Yes. Because the first one was canceled when all of Rogers went down, right? Oh, when COVID, we, COVID. The first one was canceled for COVID, right, right, and right. And then the second one when the Rogers outage happened. Right, because... Like 30 minutes before the show was supposed to start. right, and there was that story of that kid who showed up dressed like The weekend, oh, and then The weekend flew him out to another show, and so this is rescheduled now from, like, years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so the city was absolutely insane. It's always special when... Somebody from your hometown blows up international and then mm-hmm. comes back home to play at a venue that houses thousands upon thousands yeah. and does like a big stadium tour. Yeah. Uh, so much so that the demand for the show was so high that he's got two shows. So he did one last night. He's got one tonight. If you don't want any spoilers, just like turn the volume down just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but this is the weekend from Roger Center last night. Toronto, I love you. I love you so much. We're gonna do this until I die. We're gonna do this until I die. I love you. The whole time. I know you guys always got my back. Sorry about you. We're gonna get the song too. Then, of course, doing some of his uh, big, big tracks. The footage looked amazing. 
Yeah, like the sound was on point. Yeah. The light show was nuts. The stage setup was crazy. And I always love it at shows when, um, depending on the artist, when they stop down to talk to the crowd. Yeah, but like yeah. I said, this is like, this one hits different because it's in his hometown. Yes. Like the weekend has come home. Yeah. He's come back to yeah. us. They're always better shows. Right? He comes back to us. We've been supporting him. And he comes back to show love. And uh, he talked a little bit more to the crowd inside the Rogers Center. My first show in Toronto, my first show ever, was Mod Club 2011. Mod Club 2011. Yeah. He said his first show. A couple hundred people. Some of you might have been there. Some of you, were you guys there? And now we're doing the Sky Dome back to back. Yeah. <laughs> but man, people love calling it the Sky Dome still, <laughs> it's huh? crazy. <laughs> you know, Roger's hella mad. Like, like he, he was a... They're going to have to pull me off this stage so I hit that Huh? How old's the weekend? Oh, uh, 30... Is he 30... One? 32? 32? He doesn't even remember when it was the Sky Dome. <laughs> like, it's been Roger Center forever. Oh, come on. People just say it out of spite, yes. right? Uh, so, David Mori um, <laughs> hit the Sky Dome. Oh, come on now. After the show to find out what y'all thought <laughs> about the weekend, night number one. Excuse me, excuse me. You dressed up as the weekend to go and see the weekend. Yes, yes, That's dedication. It's very dedicated. And I even did all the blood and everything. Oh, I just see that now. There's the blood at you. You're like, yeah. What do you think of the show? Oh, I loved it. It was amazing. Uh, the intro, when everybody started jumping, um, Often, my favorite song, Starboy, I loved it all. I just didn't expect it to end so early, though. It was crazy, but I had a great time. Should he sing? Yes. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah. Kind of mid, kind of mid. It was literally fantastic, like, better than I expected. It was, like, the coolest thing. Like, it was just, like, cr I don't know. It was crazy. It was just so bright. It was so loud. Everyone was, like, knew all the words. It was just, I don't know, it was awesome. Uh, it was exciting to see him at the biggest venue in his hometown. It was incredible. He played for an hour and 45 minutes. I think it's because they released that it was going from 9 to 11, so people have that expectation. But really, it's an hour and 45 minutes, and the whole length of the runway, I was thinking, I really hope he had his Fitbit on, because <laughs> that was a lot, like from one end literally to the other end of the venue. Okay, so I saw that you, you bought some merch from the weekend show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you buy? Let's let's look through your bag here. Tell me what you bought. I bought way too much. It was like four hundred bucks. I bought like oh four shirts. Right, oh my god! Wow. Do you need four shirts? Do you need four weekend shirts? I got them for the whole family. I thought it was amazing. Um, it was my second, no third, concert of the summer, and it was amazing, spectacular, amazing. Did you see who just walked by? Who was at the show? PK Subban was there. No way! I didn't see. No, no. PK Subban was there. No way! I didn't see. I didn't see. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest, Aldo. You said. That you were gonna make up for the canceled shows. To me, that was not a makeup. It's oh. only an hour and a half. Damn, man. I was ready to turn up for two hours and a half. At the beginning of the concert, he was like, Oh, they're gonna have to tear me, like pull me off of the concert. They're gonna have to pull me off of the stage. Ain't nobody pulled him off the stage, bro. He was ca <laughs> he casually walked off like it was nothing. The rating though, <laughs> eight out of ten. Alright, what'd you think of the show? Dude, honestly, the show was amazing. Wow. It was actually insane. I, I was worried. I was like, oh, is he going to lose his voice again? But he didn't lose his voice. And I was like, oh, he came to perform. Every <laughs> single song was a hit. And even the songs that you thought were like, this is not going to be a hit, 
the dancers came clutch. They were just there, just going off. And then there was him in the background just giving it. We didn't even come for Dude, Abel. I don't know no. what that is. Abel, the dancers. Abel was good. The dancers came clutch. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. But I love it. But I love it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank fantastic. you so much. So there you go. Uh, if you're heading out to the weekend, uh, night number two, that is what you can expect. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh. What's going on? Winding down the month. Right? We're getting close. This is it. September's done this week. Ugh. Christmas has already started. I, I know. I saw a picture of you and Matthew. Where'd you find a Christmas tree? The whole Christmas section of the bay is already out. Is it it's our favorite. Really? September? Yeah. We mm. do it every, we know when they do it. We're on the mailing list. It's our favorite thing to do. <laughs> Bro, Costco. Yeah. Have Costco they had their stuff out? notorious for having winter, Christmas-related, yeah. like even Halloween. All this stuff's been out since like midsummer. We spent $200 on decor. <laughs> Already? <laughs> oh, jeez. We hey, have four bins of Christmas decorations at do home. Do you put them all up? No, so? we, we pick a theme, and then yeah. we only bring out those ones. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, But gotcha, when gotcha, you gotcha, buy gotcha. new ornaments, do you get rid? Like, do you go no, through the other? No, we add, we oh, add, we keep adding. Add. Oh, oh, man, oh, no way. God. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. No. I got too much going on right now. Like what? I'm just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Since you quit the TV show, your life has been boring. Bro, I'm so busy. It's so crazy. Oh, God. Maury, what did you, Maury was pissed off this weekend. So, I don't know. We were talking about something else. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure I'm always pissed I know. Off. I don't know what we were talking about. Some nonsense was going on with you. Uh, I, I wrote no. Maury. I had a question for Maury, and you had some non. What was the nonsense you oh had going on this weekend? Oh, it wasn't pissed off. I was depressed. What was going on? I, I, the Betty White auction I've oh. been waiting months for. <laughs> That's what and was. all I wanted was the Betty White chair, her director's chair from the Golden Girls set, <laughs> and the script signed by all the Golden Girls. Okay, so when they posted those, so was it, so so Betty when Betty White passed, right? <laughs> They gathered up a lot of her memorabilia, and it was announced at the time that there would be, like, an estate auction. Sure. And there was some really, really cool stuff in there. Like, if you were a Betty White fan, like, even me, who's not a huge Betty White fan, there was some really cool... Like, all her pearls. Like, yeah, like, some really cool Betty White stuff. Like, her like her chair that she sat in on set of Golden Girls. Yeah. There was a script from, what was it, episode one? Yeah, the pilot. The pilot, and it was signed oh. by all the Golden Girls, right? Wow. Like, just stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a fan... And that's huge. And so the posting bid for the chair, when they announced it, what was the opening bid for that chair? Very obtainable. They're like, it'll go between one or $2,000. Okay. So Maury at this point is like, I'm going to have in my condo, whether I choose to sit on it or not, $2,000 is a budget I can work with mm-hmm. for the Betty White Golden Girls director's chair. And then, so how much did it go for? $20,000. Okay. Wow. Yes. And the script. So more. You would have been dipping into your uh, Christmas ornament (laughs) fund right there. For the next 20 years. Okay. (laughs) And so how much did the script go for? So the script was expecting between eight and 900. Yes. How much did that go for? That went for $15,000. Right. Okay. So just so you know. And Maury wrote me, he's like, I've never been more depressed. And I'm like, what did you think? Uh-huh. Like also, Did you he, think it was gonna max out at like a grand? I I totally thought like okay, two thousand dollars. It'll be at the top of my budget. What I'm was totally your What was chair. your bid? 
my bid was fifteen hundred dollars. There were five thousand people Bro, you watching don't have this auction. Fifteen hundred dollars, though, man. No, but Matthew okay, no. agreed to let me use his credit card for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here is husband the question. of the year right there. <laughs> so, did you and Matthew discuss? Because in your mind, you you thought that you were going to get both items, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, did you guys have a discussion as to where the chair? Was going to go in the condo Absolutely, and, yeah. and where the script was going to go? Absolutely. Script okay. was going to be framed. Yeah. No points like sifting through it. I, no. I know the episode. Yeah. Sure. And then the chair was going to go in the den yeah. and like sort of with a carpet in front of it and no one's going to sit in it. You could sit in the couch next to it. Right, right, gotcha. right. And so you had all that planned out. Yes. Right? Uh, you didn't get either of them. That is correct. Matthew and, said that, that he only reason he said he could I could use his credit card is because he knew I wouldn't get either of and them. And so, did you sit there when you bid fifteen hundred bucks and you realized it went above fifteen hundred bucks? Did you sit there and torture yourself watching how high this thing would go? Thousand percent. Okay. It kept going and kept going and kept going. I was like biting my nails, going, "You've got to be kidding upset. me!" He was so. And then y'all took so a stroll upset. to the bay and spent two hundred bucks on ornaments. <laughs> we had the money. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Happy Rosh Hashanah, everybody. Yes. How, how deep are we, Damon Mori, into Rosh Hashanah? Last night was the big dinner. Oh, yes. We are, by the way, year 5783. Nice. And how Ooh. many days left are there in Rosh Hashanah? It'll uh, twickle out by, to, by Wednesday. Tw- did you say twickle? Twickle What's out. a twickle? What's a twickle? Like it fizzles out by Wednesday. Oh. But Why how big is fizzle? a twickle? How big is a twickle? Yeah. Like in time? I don't know what is twickle is kind of like you know an in, like a, a an inconsistency. Yeah. How do you spell it? Twickle. Yeah. T w i k l e. Right. Right. Hold on. T-W-I-K-L-E. Isn't that the thing to take care of at your bris? <laughs> no. It's that's not the twickle. No. I thought I thought that's what we were talking about here. <laughs> uh, there's no such word as twickle. You uh, just make that up. Okay. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> We are uh, we are in uh, Rosh Hashanah, everybody. So uh, and this is deepest first uh, Rosh Hashanah. That's with the Raza Mocha right. Show. So you that's don't even right. know you what don't we know. do. You hey. don't even know. You There's had, a whole thing. Yeah, you had a twinkle of an idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what happens is, uh, damn it, Maury brings in the shofar, which again remind people what the shofar is. Maury, it's a ram's horn. I bought this one in Israel in 1992. Okay, and then uh, historically on the show for Rosh Hashanah, uh, Maury is in charge of blowing the shofar. And Mocha always has something that he reads, and you're very good at it. You've gotten very proficient at it Listen, over the years. Years on years. Yeah. Okay. Right? So, uh, so this is like rings in the new year. Usually, like the rabbi will do this in, in so synagogue. Did okay. you uh, did you do this like last night in the condo? Oh no, well? I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not the guy that does. There's better people than me to do this. Oh, great. Oh, so way I'm to bring it to the biggest show in the country. That's yeah. great. Uh, we should we should have outsourced for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't yeah, need me to do this. You're, you're just a yeah. twinkle compared to yeah. the greats, bro. Yeah. If you're not good enough for a 650 square foot condo, you're good enough here. But, but my horn is so much smaller than everyone else's. Like, there's some big horns no, no. that people blow. I, I, I know. Well, I, I follow Matthew on on, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> I thought you were going to say OnlyFans. <laughs> he talks a lot. <laughs> it's just a twickle. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. Well, I got okay. li- to lick my lips. Yeah. You can do that on your own time, man. You don't need us for that, bro. Okay, ready? Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Tequila! Can we start that again? Yeah, sure. Okay. Tequila! Shevarim! Terua! 
I was 12. You're supposed to do nine. Oh, do you want to send back two? <laughs> what? Give me back two? And then what? What do you do with the extra one? Your math was I off. Mean three. Takia <laughs> 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 Gandola! Mari's face looks like it's about to explode. He's struggling. Thank you. It's, this is supposed to be the big grand, yeah, yeah, like it's just one giant blow. Pass out. I've <laughs> never seen. I've never seen Deepa look more confused, and I've never seen Mori look so close to death. Oh yeah! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. House of the Dragon episode six. Looking forward to this today. Uh, aired last night, and I know you, Roz, huge fan of. Game of Thrones, watch all the episodes um, every season. You've not yet dipped into House of the Dragon because you are learning about it and experiencing it through the eyes and ears of the Dammits. Dammit Maureen and his husband, Dammit Matt. I made the decision that I, this is for me, I I thought the the, the best way to enjoy the show. And I'm very much into the show. Like somebody asked me the other day if I'm I'm loving House of Dragon. My answer was yes. (laughs) I haven't seen one frame of that show. (laughs) Do you understand it though? No. Um, Just like Game of Thrones. Just like Game of Thrones. I don't need, like my thing is this, is that to be enjoyable, like I very much enjoyed Game of Thrones. I didn't understand Game of Thrones for the most part. Maybe that last season i wrapped my head around it finally yeah. but for the most part i didn't really understand game of thrones and and uh and well, you understood that they put a starbucks cup yeah no that all that stuff um but uh but this episode from what i hear maury this episode of house of the dragon was, was awful it was awful oh. why was it awful you'll hear but the, there's so much confusion that it ruined the entire that's, episode. That's what I... So, yes. Mm. So, they did something in this show... Without a heads up. Without a heads up that changes everything. Well, let's find out from the Dammits. Dammit, Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew. Here we go again. Are you ready? All right. So, the show opens with a princess whom we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of these people. All the faces look different to me. The queen doesn't even look like the queen. I, I'm confused. So a princess who we just met gave birth, and seconds after the baby came out, the queen insisted on seeing the baby. Yeah, that was rude. And then goes up to, <laughs> I guess, the prince, the princess's <laughs> husband, and says, keep trying till it looks like you. Oh, Rude, 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 rude. Oh. Rudeness. Oh. The woman just had a baby. I can't believe she had to climb all those stairs after and then it was the children's True. dragon training day. How to train your dragon comes to life. And do you remember how the dragon sound? It was like... No, but it had more like... <laughs> Something. <laughs> and it's obvious that the queen is suspicious. I don't know who the queen is. The queen looks like she's been recast. She looks different from all the other episodes. <laughs> Is it just me? Like, I don't know. Or is there lighting on them now? Because it's a very dark show. I can't see. Uh, But she looks different. How do we talk about what... The future king... Was doing? doing? That was quite the act. I mean, I'm just confused of why you're doing it outside a window. On a windowsill. So he was naked, 
standing in the window cell. Oh. And then the queen walked in oh. and didn't care. <laughs> she didn't care about that, but she's mad about something, and I don't know why she's mad. She's up in arms about something. I'm confused. I don't know. This is very difficult trying to keep up with all these houses. House of Valerian, House of Calgarian, House of Cinnamon, House of Nutmeg. There is a severe problem with knights sleeping with princesses. Yes, but can you blame them? Sure, but the problem is is they're having... The princesses are having babies with the wrong people. I know, but these knights are so hot. (laughs) Damon's wife in in an incredibly emotional scene. This is very... I'm very traumatized right now. I knew when she was going to that dragon and she was saying that because that's the word that... Well, back up just for a moment. She was about to give birth, I guess, or trying to give birth to Damon's child. And she couldn't. It was like... Because the doctor said it's, it's, it's not coming out. And then I think she knew they were going to kill her to get that baby out. And so she went to the dragon and like basically committed suicide. Oh, oh. my God. It's like so sad. I guess we learned that dragons have love. The dragon didn't want to blow fire on her, even though she was demanding. She was saying the word, trying to get the fire. I can't. I'm very emotional right now. Like the, That was like very traumatic. Wow. They, they <laughs> burned down a castle and burned a bunch of people at the end of the episode. Yada, 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 yada. That was so confusing. I'm disappointed. I just don't know who anyone is anymore. And with that... So that is episode six, House of the Dragon. And yes, I agree with you, Ross. So what they did, there was a time jump. Uh The show jumped 10 years. So So the characters remain, they just look different. They look different. It's all the same characters. It's just all new actors. But they couldn't use prosthetics? Uh, and makeup? Well, they did. The king looks like the old man from Rocky Horror Picture Show now. Right, yeah. But it's the same thing like when you watch The Crown, right? Sure, they could have just aged everybody, but, but they just get bring a heads in, up on The Crown. They, they tell us in they advance. Do. They do, and they didn't with this, and it was very confusing for people, right? right? So, yeah. So the so, princess that had another baby was Princess Rhiannon, and we had no idea. Right. But you know what? Yes. In hearing week after week, I think, damn it, Matthew is becoming you. a huge fan. Thank you. Because he is you. so Thank into you. the storylines yep. and he's really into the details of the yep. show. But he yep. complains before I hit record every time. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Mackenzie, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm okay. Hopefully better after this. Yeah, yeah. you actually sound like a little bit uh, in a brighter mood. I think it's my nerves. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Compared okay. to why you're reaching out. Uh, which, by the way, remind everybody again why it is you're reaching out. Why do all guys suck? Oh, wow. You wrote this. Uh, <laughs> Rosamoka fixed my life. I've been dating my boyfriend for just under a year, and everything was going great. We were so in love. We went uh, away a couple of weekends ago. While away, I saw on his phone that a girl had been sending him nudes and he replied saying it was the best thing she had ever sent him and asking her to hang out on Sunday night the same day we were home from the resort. When I called him out on it, he said it was all a mistake and he didn't know why he did it. It was the first time he's ever responded like that and that uh, she means nothing. I want to try to make it work because I love him, but I don't know if I can ever trust him again or if we can ever have a relationship going forward now knowing this. Interesting. That's a tough one. Do you believe, Mackenzie, do you believe that this is the first time um, this has happened, as he he stated? I want to say I do, Uh but I don't know if that's, like, my feelings for him fogging everything else. Yeah. This is um, also, I think that 
the there's there's the shock, but then there's the reality of things too, right? Like the shock mm-hmm. the shock is that you know you, somebody's sending your man nudes, right? Um, and that's one thing. But I think that the thing that that needs focus on here is when he immediately tried to make plans with her. Right. Yeah. I mean, somebody, yeah. anybody can send you, anybody can send you, I mean, look at that's Shem. I mean, my God, anybody can send you nudes, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, um, uh, but it's the, it's the, that he immediately replied and said, you know, Hey, we have to hook up. And that, and that the day that he wanted to hook up was the same day you guys were actually getting back from your romantic weekend away. Like that is the sort of like, it's the, it's the willing to take action after you know receiving something like that that i think is the is the problematic i know that the visual of seeing that on his phone is shocking and hurtful but i think that when it comes to trust it's not so much whether he's going to entertain that stuff it's when he was presented with that he immediately wanted to capitalize on it Mm -hmm. did he say how long he knew this girl for uh, they have known each other since before we started dating. Oh, oh, so they knew each other. Oh, so yes. This, so this could have been going on for, you know, to this extent with the nudes and getting together when you're not around could have been going on for the duration of your relationship. Yeah, and that's what I hope is not true, do but you, I don't know. Do you think in your in your sort of head and your heart that this one day where you saw that she had sent him a nude and he was like, hey, let's hook up tomorrow. Do you think that that same exchange has happened before where they actually did hook up the next day? I want to say no. I feel like she's messaged before and they've gone back and forth, but there's something in my heart that says he's never seen her since we've been dating. Were they ever, to, were they ever, were they ever like, did they ever hook up? Like before, before they, before he, he knew you. He says before he knew me, they did. They did. Oh, so so this is somebody he's oh, already man. hooked up with. Yes. Yeah, that's a problem. I. Uh, that's a that's a that's a problem. I feel for you, Mackenzie. Thanks. You know this, like this isn't you know two people who aren't aren't connected in any other way other than like I don't know like Snapchat or something like that, right? Yeah. This is this is an old fling who he is still communicating with who's still sending him stuff like that and he is still having already hooked up with her saying hey when i get back from my weekend away with my girlfriend let's hook up that's problematic regardless of what regardless of what he says i don't know that is something that is going to take an incredible amount of work uh to rebuild that trust because what's going to happen is you're going to say no i trust you and you won't and then resentment is going to build and paranoia is going to build Mm -hmm. and you are going to drive yourself bonkers and every single time he picks up his phone you're gonna think yeah who's he texting who's he communicating with yeah every single time he kisses you goodbye and says hey i'll see you tomorrow or i'll see you later tonight or whatever anytime he's not in your presence you're going to be wondering whether or not he's with somebody else or specifically with that other girl and that's not the kind of life you want to live i mean just hearing your story like i don't know the details of your relationship and what it's like when you guys are together just my opinion this guy's bad news it's only been you know just under a year for you guys i think go through the heartbreak and cut this guy out of your life and you need to be with someone that respects you and respects the relationship yeah it's hard to hear hard to hear uh, here's my opinion on it okay you know that uh that boyfriend of yours yes you know that uh girl on his phone who's his ex sure yeah, yeah. It's, it's not his ex what do you mean oh oh i see what you mean that's hard. Yeah. It's, I know it's the truth, but that's hard. Yeah. 
You might be the side piece. That's even worse. Yeah. But and you, it hurts. I know. It sucks, Mackenzie. Awful. And it really, really hurts to hear that. But, you know, we can't tell you what to do. We can just give you our opinion. You yeah. got to you got to put yourself in a position of where you're not going to drive you nuts. Mm-hmm. Wondering about a guy that doesn't deserve any of that from you. Yeah, I'm already getting there. He's no good. I think you need to walk away. Okay. Okay, love. I I appreciate that so much. Hard to hear, but I know it's yeah. what will be best for me down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, if you want to get him back, just go hook up with his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> or if he's got a brother. I mean- there's a brother. Oh, my God. There is a brother, actually. Locus starting wars. There you go. We can make it happen. Go See? for it. Look, you hear how happy Mackenzie is all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, revenge is always sweet. There you go. Oh, my God. Well, Thank you, Mackenzie. You are welcome. You're great. Thank you, guys, you're, you're so much. Be, you're going to be just fine, love. Yeah. Have a good day. Okay. You too. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Oh, so much news. Tons. So much news. Uh, Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Haley Bieber doing the um, Call Her uh, Daddy podcast uh, and really opening up, too. Like, they go through a lot of stuff with her and her relationship with Justin Bieber. But the one thing that came up was whether she was the other woman when Justin was still with Selena Gomez. Were you ever with Justin romantically at the same time as her? No, not, not one time. When him and I ever started, like, hooking up or like anything of that sort he was not ever in a relationship ever at any point I would never it's not my character to mess with someone's relationship I would just never do that I was raised better than that I'm not interested in doing that and I never was I think that there are situations where you can still kind of have like back and forth with someone but even that was not the situation. Like, I can say, period, point blank, I was never with him when he was in a relationship with anybody. That's the end of it. Um, and I had been involved with him since I was 18. The The timeline also that I think sometimes is in question of, like, us getting together and getting engaged and him having been spending time with his ex before that. Um, this is so crazy. I've literally never talked about this ever. I understand, again, how it looks from the outside, and there's a lot of perception there, but that was a situation where I I know for a fact that it was the right thing for them to close that door. They were not in a relationship at that time, Mm. but of course, there's a very long history there, and it's not my relationship. It has nothing to do with me, so I respect that a lot, but I know that it closed a chapter And I think it was the best thing that could have happened for him to move on and be engaged and get married and like move on with with his life in that way. I'll tell you, she's got guts, man, because even answering that question is going to do no good for Haley Bieber online. I think the duration of their relationship, it doesn't matter how long they last. Right. They're in this for the long haul. Like she is still... I feel for for him, man. the rest of time going to be 
reminded of this. And I don't know and why it's gonna be brought up. And I don't know why you can't love Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez. Like I don't yeah. know why, because they're both they both are wonderful. Like I get nothing I think, but wonderful from both those yeah, women. I agree. Right? And I think Is um, it just because of Justin Deepa, do you think? Is that the deal? I just think that the fan bases are rivals at this point because they're like, Selena Gomez stands. I'm like, whatever, like she wanted in life, she deserved. And then they have, there's the Haley Bieber stands as well, right? So I think that people just create unnecessary drama for no reason. Yeah. And like, also, whenever you go on their TikToks or whatever, like, that's the only thing people comment about is like, oh, crazy. you're still Justin. Or like, it's so like, wild. Let it go. It's wild. Like, Haley and Justin are together. They're happy. Yes. Bro. Right? It's like, like in the they Mariah are... world where all, all us lambs, you know, <laughs> We wish that she was still with Nick Cannon. <laughs> no, so we you feel bad don't, for Brian Tanaka. No, you don't. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. It's nothing like that. Nick, I, Nick Cannon doesn't even know who he wants to be with. He doesn't care. Oh, Everybody apparently he wishes he was. Yeah, I know you're right. Ryan. You're right. No, you're right. He didn't say that was a love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, everybody on the East Coast bracing. Canadians are bracing for what could be the strongest storm to ever hit the East Coast. They say every Nova Scotian should be preparing today and bracing for impact. As Hurricane Fiona, uh, we saw that lashing the Caribbean, and uh, they are set to uh, have the same sort of impact uh, on the east coast of Canada. So that is incredible. When you look at the size of this thing, man, yeah. oh my God. Scary. Yeah. Also, I've been getting so many people um, hitting me up on social media, both in DMs and publicly, and I uh, just want to shout out all the women of Iran right now oh, because yes. the protests <gasps> are sweeping. I was watching this after footage the last death night. Uh, last week of uh, Masa Amini following her arrest and beating by the morality police because she wasn't wearing her hijab properly. Uh, Somebody um, described it because I was asking questions about it. Yeah. And someone who's very familiar with the story, a fan of the show, yeah. described it as uh, she said, basically, it's like the um, George Floyd version. Bro. Yeah. In Iran. Well, yes, but the, but the, yes. Right? Uh, no, I would say yes and no. The, the difference is the women who are protesting in Iran right now mm -hmm. um, are just by protesting breaking the law. Terrible. Right? That's the, that's the difference. And then you have women in the streets who are cutting their hair and burning their oh. hijabs and dancing around. Heartbreaking. Uh, Christiana Amapur from CNN was supposed to interview um, President uh, Ibrahim Raisi. And she waited 40 minutes and he canceled on her at the last minute in New York because she refused to wear a headscarf um, mm. in New York, mm -hmm. sitting down to interview him. And uh, Anonymous has come out to say that they're now actively trying to help the people in Iran um, restore wireless um, yes. capabilities the because, because everything, right? everything got cut. They don't have WhatsApp. They don't have contact. And so they're Terrible. trying to get it all out. So just a shout out to all the uh, um, women in Iran who are fighting like hell today. So uh, we see you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels, uh, the two people who uh, collaborated and uh, wrote If the World Was Ending, if you remember that. That was a yeah. song that uh, got everybody through COVID. Sending, you'd come over, right? Well, apparently their relationship okay. is over. I didn't Appar know they were together. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah, yeah. They've been together for three years. If the world was ending, neither of them would come over. No, no, uh -uh. that's true. That's true. Yeah, they were together for like three years. Uh, and uh, and they both released each of them separately, uh, I guess, like tiny little snippets of their own breakup songs to commemorate oh, their own breakup. I don't JP know was in the park with birds around him. Okay, oh. so let's go with JP first. When you think of me, are you setting fire to every memory? Do you believe 
What doesn't last forever don't mean anything Cause I swear I loved you fully Oh no And I'm sorry not to stay in who we thought I'd be Oof, damn When you think of me just another man. <gasps> oh, okay. So, well, okay. okay. So that's his track. Yeah. Now, Julia Michael, who's one of the best pop song writers yep. in the world today. Yeah. Let's see what Julia has to say. Oh, is this going to be a clapback? I don't know. Because you're just another man, and this is just another doorway. You're using promises like there's some kind of twisted foreplay. You keep saying that you're staying. Wait, 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 wait. I'm wait. sorry to me too. Oh. Sorry to me too. Okay. Also, so, both those songs kind of sound the same. Yeah, well, because, you know, they, also, I love that she rhymed foreplay and doorway. And and, and also foyer. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. When you think of me, are you setting fire to every memory? Do you believe? Okay. So, it sounds like a duet. It sounds like the same song, just a yes, duet, right? Completely. Yeah. So, did JP Sachs do something? Because to me, it sounds like he's the one that did something to screw with this relationship. But he, when you listen to his song, though, it makes it sound like there's another man. No, it, it, to me, it sounded, and I, it, allegedly, I'm yes, not saying anything, yes, yes. it sounded like he cheated. But when you listen to his song, it sounded like she cheated. That's why she said, I'm sorry, too. Maybe they literally met up at a cafe, and he's like, I'm cheating. She's like, so did I. <laughs> but yeah, you know, these songs don't come out of that. You no. just say nothing <laughs> at that point, right? That's, a, that's what we call a wow. push, right? <laughs> yeah, but oof. Wow. God, could you imagine that when you're like, that could have a song That's why you can't and you, date and you a musician. Break. No, you cannot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Brian Adams, David Foster, and Alanis Morissette were inducted in the Ooh. Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame this weekend. Nice. Yes. Uh, J.P. Sachs was there. So they bring in a bunch of artists to do perform the songs of all the people that are being inducted, right? Very cool show. Uh, yeah. Uh, J.P. Sachs was there. And if you remember last week, we found out that J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels had broken up. But mm -hmm. what they had done on the exact same day was they both released acapella breakup songs, like sort of dueling breakup songs. Here's the uh, J.P. Sachs one. When you think of me, are you setting fire to every memory? Ooh. Do you believe what doesn't last forever don't mean anything? Because I swear I loved you fully. And I'm sorry not to stay in who we thought From I'd the heart, be. huh? Terrible. When you think of me, I'm just another man. Oh, and I'm like, then I'm like right? just another man. Yeah, and then uh, and then here was a uh, Julia's uh, reaction to that. So, uh, cuts deep. Damn it, Maury, on the red carpet for the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame with J.P. Sachs. J.P. Sachs, you've been making headlines recently. 
First of all, I have to say, I had no idea you were dating Julia Michaels at all. I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a healthy relationship to have with celebrities. <laughs> Fair enough. But you came out with a song, like, right away, which, in my opinion, is like, okay, how quickly did you write that? That's pretty incredible. Right away? I mean, it, it, we broke up six months ago. <gasps> oh, it just, oh, I didn't know that. Like, I knew nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the timeline of information and the timeline of living your life uh, aren't always exactly the same. Um, so I, I think people have started to find out about it, although it was, it was in the public eye if you were paying very close attention to her Twitter four or five months ago. Fair enough. And she came out with a song, too. So, I mean, it's like the dueling breakup songs, and it makes you wonder, like, okay, who did what? Mm. I, I guess one could wonder that. <laughs> I mean, I think love can be extraordinarily, uh, extraordinarily valid and beautiful and important and fulfilling and also not last forever. I love Julia. I will always love and admire Julia. And I'm really grateful for the two and a half years that we spent being in love with each other. I mean, one can only assume that you asked her, like, if the world was ending, would you come over? And she said no. And you're like, well, then this oh. isn't going to work. Oh. That's exa- How did you know? <laughs> would you say it's easier to write a song about love or a song about breakups? breakups. I mean, it's easier to write songs about the feelings that you don't want to have because when you have feelings you don't want to have, you're spending a lot of time trying to figure them out. You don't try and figure out feelings you want. Therefore, you have sort of less material for the feelings you want because you haven't been as analytical about them. When you're trying to sort through the emotions you're not enjoying, you're thinking about it all the time trying to figure them out and then they turn very easily into the songs. But I do think there's a responsibility as a songwriter to be as analytical about the emotions that we enjoy as we are about the emotions that we don't. J.P. Sachs is single. Do you want to, like, say anything oh, to anyone watching? Like, are you looking? No. No. Yeah. Also, you didn't, you didn't hear a single word he just no, said. Yeah, you no. are listening to That was to a anything. really profound answer uh-huh. that that guy gave. Uh, really profound. A lot of things make sense now. Uh, that was uh, J.P. Sachs with uh, Damon Mori on the carpet of the uh, Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame. Uh, um, let me just see here. What else did I want to talk about? Or something Corey else. Hart? Uh, oh, yeah, let's do Corey Hart. So Corey Hart also at the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame. Uh, you know Corey Hart, or at least if you don't know Corey Hart, your mom knows Corey Hart from this, which is classic joint, Sunglasses at Night. DJ Climax plays this all the time. Oh, yeah. During the Razamoka mix. Corey Hart, such a beautiful, kind person. I did an interview, I guess it was a couple of years ago, with Corey Hart. And finished it, and he had done like a whole bunch of interviews that night. You can leave this jam up; that's good. And uh, and like the next morning, like I got, I checked my phone. I got an email like from Corey Hart. No, like, oh, really? Yeah, like Corey Hart at whatever, like Hotmail, Hotmail. or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, right. And and just like this long or thing, he's, or if he's like my dad, Lycos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he wrote me personally, and I was just like, my God, like, what is, like, who does that, right? Yeah, like, just really a really, nice. really sweet man. Uh, but uh, Damon Mori on the uh, on the red carpet with uh, the great Corey Hart. We know you wear sunglasses at night. What else do you wear at night when you're alone? Jeez, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. <laughs> when I'm alone. Um, what do I wear? Well, you got me tongue-tied on that one. Mm. I wear my briefs. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, then. That's You're welcome, it. ladies. One would assume, too, right? Like, you, you know, to. right? I guess you don't have to. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, George Clooney talking about his uh, five-year-old son and, I guess, coming to terms with the fact that his dad was, in fact, Batman. Alexander's favorite superhero is Batman. Oh. You know? And he goes, you know, I said, what's your favorite superhero? He goes, you know, Batman. And I go, you know, 
I was Batman. And he goes, yeah, but not anymore. <laughs> I was like, if only he knew how, how true that was. Oh, no. Kids are yeah, the freaking best, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Rihanna is playing the Super Bowl halftime hey, show. Did I not call this? Yeah, you did. Right? For a while, people thought it was Taylor Swift. Well, here's the thing, right? Is that, well, for years they've been trying to get Taylor Swift, but the the story was that Taylor Swift had always been tied to Coke. And for a long time, uh, Super Bowl was Pepsi. So there was no way that Taylor Swift could actually do it. Uh, But when they made the switch from Pepsi to Apple Music, um, they're sort of freed up. And they asked Taylor Swift, and Taylor said no. Because Taylor wanted to first have all her re-records of her previous catalog done. Oh, yeah. Because anything she would have performed that is still owned by Scooter Braun, he'd be getting money for it, right? Uh, no, even, even, I mean, even if she does do stuff live, I think that people still get money. I think that she just wants to have that part of her life done. So yeah. the story was that they had um, approached Taylor Swift and she said no. And then so Rihanna is now doing the halftime show for the 57th Super Bowl. So, but the story was also that they had gone to Rihanna in 2018 and 2019 and she turned them down because she didn't like the way that the NFL handled the Colin Kaepernick situation. Oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. this has been something that has sort of been going on. But so, if Taylor said yes, then Rihanna wouldn't be doing it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. Correct. And I guess it also helps the fact that it's Jay-Z's Rock Nation right. company that run. They signed that deal a couple of years ago with the yeah. NFL to take over the halftime show. Yeah, and right? so according to TMZ, they're also saying that there have been discussions ongoing with another performer that were, quote, not either or, indicating that a big-name special guest could be joining her on stage. So any mm-hmm. guess on who that would be? Jay-Z? Nah. You don't mm-hmm. think so? Drake. You think it's Drake? No. And because, of, because of the relationship with Apple Music. I thought Drake, too. Relationship with really? Apple Music. I thought Drake. Yeah, I think hmm. Drake. I, I know that when, when Drake was doing OVO, your guess was that Rihanna was going to show up at OVO, mm-hmm. right? And then we had the conversation of it's not going to be OVO because she doesn't want her first time on a stage to be from fans' cell phones. It's going to be sure. something that's filmed, something huge like Super Bowl. And you called it back then that it was going to be Super Bowl. Right. Now... Now, she wouldn't join Drake on stage for OVO, but would Drake join Rihanna on stage oh, for the absolutely. Super Bowl? Absolutely. Right. Does, does a special guest have absolutely. to have a song with Rihanna or it could be completely different? No, they don't always. No, oftentimes my... the, the special guests, like when they did when they did J-Lo and Shakira, like oftentimes the special guests have no songs together. Because my guess right? is Harry Styles. Oh, you think Harry Styles? Because uh, thinking who's touring right now, who's big right now, who also right. has a relationship with Apple Music. Right. Mm. Oh, that's a good guess, too. Could be Harry Styles. I thought that maybe when they announced Rihanna, because I don't that think they it- would bring out a bunch of artists who she's collaborated with. Like, right. <clears throat> excuse me, not in one, not the entire show, yeah. but like maybe one portion of the show. Right. Because she's got all her solo hits, and yeah. then she's got a bunch of stuff with other people. Yeah. So one portion, she may do a couple of lines with that person. So if they brought out somebody like Drake and whoever and whoever and whoever I, and whoever, I, I think you're going the I think you're going in the right direction, but make a left because I think that when you're thinking of Super Bowl and that audience, I think that there's one direction and one person they could bring on stage. Oh, one direction with Rihanna. No, no, Paul McCartney. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, because remember, don't forget, they did the uh, four or five second song yep, which is together. A, which is awesome, yeah. right? And that's sort of Super Bowl E, and it's a big name, mm-hmm. legend. But I think that if you had Drake and Paul McCartney on stage, that would be the biggest, like, the biggest that you could you, do. You right? consulting for Rock Nation yeah. or what? <laughs> 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 that actually happens, man. Props uh, to you. Yeah, no, it's going to be great, though. I'm looking forward to it. I know it's been a long time. It's been like five years since she's been on a stage, I right? Yeah. But now this does not mean that there's new music on the way from Rihanna. Oh, hell no. I've okay. given up on my dream of getting new music from Rihanna like months ago. It ain't never uh, happening again. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. At the age of 59, we lost Coolio. Oh, man. So sad. It's a rough one. Sort of sounds like shit, huh? Even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. Like when you hear Shem's like monthly recap, like he sounds oh, yeah. a little like Coolio. I think so. My yeah. So uh, apparently, uh, Coolio was at a friend's house and he went into the bathroom and he didn't come out. And then the friend went into the bathroom and found Coolio lying on the floor, called paramedics and EMTs who pronounced Coolio dead at the scene. They suspect cardiac arrest was the cause oh, of death. Man. Though no official determination has been made. Coolio, 59. That is young, man. Uh, did Coolio like you or not like you, Maury? I he couldn't liked remember. Me when I called, so he hung up on me first, then I phoned him back, and then we were cool. Okay, so I want to play you this. Then you were Coolio? Wait, wait, wait. So I need, to, I, I need to know what happened. Okay. What do you mean he hung up on you? Like you called, was this like a schedule? It was a scheduled thing, and uh-huh. then I, I was jokes out of the gate, like yeah. just being silly, and he hung up on me, and then so I phoned back. And, you know, and I, then I was like, you know, why can't we just be cool? I'm listening to a clip right now of you talking to Coolio and it's 2014 and it sounds like Coolio just wanted to be talking to anybody else in the world but you. (laughs) Listen to this. Oh, are you still living in a gangster's paradise or what? Well, what you think? (laughs) I want, one would hope the answer is yes. What you you think, bro? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Do I seem like the type of that'll be switching up? Dude, I'm just trying to sound cool. <laughs> okay, well, don't be trying to sound cool. Let's let, leave all the cool <laughs> to me. Oh, yo. <laughs> Coolio did R.I.P. to the real gangster right? Coolio. He did not like you, sir. No. Oh, no. no. Normally, normally when, like, people um, pass away and stuff like that, then at least not on the, on, the, on the first day. I don't like, I'm not, I don't like playing all these sort of old clips. However, anytime somebody does pass away that we have audio uh, or an interview of them being pissed off at Damon Mori, it is going to get played. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. R.I.P. to Coolio. Yeah, like, that's a real one. not having any of your not. <laughs> I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Boston Celtics have uh, suspended their. Co- How do you say his name, Show? What is it? It's M.A. Udoka. Okay, M.A. Udoka for the entire 2022-2023 season, effective immediately with no guarantee that he will be back to the franchise in the future. They say a decision about his future with the Celtics beyond this season will be made at a later date. Remember, they went to the finals last year Yeah. uh, in a statement. So basically what what they're saying is that he had an improper relationship with an employee. 
with a female staff member. He said, I want to apologize to the players, fans, and the entire Celtics organization and my family for letting them down. I'm sorry for putting the team in this difficult situation, and I accept the team's decision. Out of respect for everyone, I will have no further comment. Now, the weird this to me seems like the only way you get suspended for an entire season and everything that I've heard, the relationship was consensual. Yes. The only way you get suspended for an entire season is if that affair happened to be with a woman who is connected to someone else within the organization. Has to be. Yes. There's no other way. Yes. There is no other way somebody you in get the front sus- office. somebody's wife in the front office yes. or something like uh-huh. that, right? Yeah, yeah. Pl- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yo, but this is called, he's not coming back ever. That's a this long is what you call suspension, a, this though. This is what you call a slow firing. But like, there, and there was no, but there, like, I understand accusations of, you know, if there's some sort of accusation against him that says that he acted inappropriately towards the woman. But that does not exist as we mm-hmm. know in this situation. Because they keep saying it was a consensual relationship. Right. It was improper because they completely. have they signed contracts. Yes. But it was but it was consensual. That's a long suspension, man. Yeah. A full season? Well, yeah, with that's... maybe you don't even cut to come back? That's what I'm saying. It's a slow firing. Holy. That's incredible. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, Shem, how long did it take you to get through my audiobook this weekend? What? Wow. Wait, what? Nine hours. All like all like, like nine hours. Yeah, he almost Honestly, listened to the wow. whole thing straight. How come yeah. you got to do that? Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, Shem's done it. Yeah. Shem, what? Thing. That's crazy. Yeah, Shem finished my book this weekend. Sure did. Wow. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None of us got that. Wait, like, let me check my email. <laughs> it's Bro. not in there more. I ordered the book the day that you made the announcement. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of people. We talked to Morgan just now. Yeah. There's a bunch of people who got the book yes. from Amazon early. Yes. I knew. I know that Shem has sleep apnea. And so literally at like 1130 Friday night, I wrote him and I was like, hey, do you want to link to my audio book? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and he was up all night writing me. Yeah. Yeah. What about the no. fact that I have a huge crush on you? Yeah. No, that didn't help either. Also more. highly inappropriate. Highly inappropriate. Yeah, Out of the very book. Very inappropriate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, come uh, on. Yeah, so what What were your initial thoughts, Shem? No spoilers, No spoilers, wow. no spoilers. Um, there are some bombs in this book, like some real things that surprised me in this book. Um, having yeah. worked with you for as long as I've worked with you, I was really taken aback by your vulnerability mm-hmm. and honesty in this book. Um, I think it's going to really help a lot of people. I really Ooh. think so. Question. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Shem. Yeah. Did you cry? Oh, my God, yes. Did you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, there, there, there are some very heavy parts to this book. Um, but, I, again, I think Roz hit the nail on the head. It is, there is definitely a happy ending. It, is, it, is, it, it takes you through such, such highs and lows, like really extreme highs and lows. Um, but I learned a lot about Roz. And, again, with you guys every single day, and there were things in there I was like, wow, like like completely floored, stunned, didn't expect it. Um, but more than anything, proud at your ability to be so vulnerable Aww. because this is it, it, it. There's no way it could have been easy to do this. Um, just really proud at your ability to be so vulnerable in this book. It, it, it's it's going to really sit with people for a long time. I think. Yeah. And I had I so. listened to it, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Sham. I love that review. Um, uh, 
the subscribe and I, put on I, Amazon. I, I know that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Number one. That's all I. Ron's just looking for reviews right now. No, but I will, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Once people do start getting the books, yeah. send us. I don't know whether you send it to me or Mocha or whoever else, um, either video or audio. Let me know what chapter you wrote. And, or let me know what chapter you read and how you felt after you read it, and we'll play a bunch of them on the radio because realistically, sure. the reviews from fans are the the, the ones that really really matter uh, the most and the the only ones that I I, I care about. Um, and so do that for us uh, and and uh, and enjoy the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, uh, where are we here? What did I say I wanted to play? Oh, Katy Perry is a lot of people now because of the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, show on Netflix. They're finally discussing discovering who Jeffrey Dahmer was. And now it brings into question the Juicy J um, verse on Katy Perry's Dark Horse. Because if you remember, he said, uh, she's a beast. I call her karma. She eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. So here's that. She's a beast. I call her karma. She eats your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. Be careful. Try not to lead her on. Right. So what happened? So, so people are now, upset well, at now, now. Now, well, now people are realizing because, you know, when, when pe- kids were young and they all loved Katy Perry, you know, they were sitting there singing that line, right? Yeah. Not knowing who Jeffrey Dahmer was. And now that they know, oh. they're like, that's actually really gross that you, you put that line in a song knowing who Jeffrey Dahmer was and having your, you know, young fans sing that line at the top sure. of their lungs at uh, at your concerts. Like, that's kind of gross. And then they're also calling out Kesha for her song Cannibal, which came out in 2010, that also drops Jeffrey Dahmer's name. Hmm. Did um, Katy Perry say anything? No, I don't think she's, I don't think she said anything. anything. Um, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's, uh, it's wild. Like, when I, when I first heard that line, I was like, ooh, that is, uh, wow, but people didn't care then, right? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody, nobody cared about But this, this isn't the then. first documentary on, or even show on Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, I know, no, but, but this, this is, is the, the first one, one that like, caught, though. Yeah, right. This, this is the first popular. one. Yeah, it's also a mini series, right? The other ones have been mostly docs. Right, him, right, right. Can you, right is it right. a mini series if it's ten episodes? Yeah, because I don't think there's going to be a part two, right? No, it, it, well, yeah. Like, spoiler yeah, so, alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <It's> exactly. Not- <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Oh my God! Did you hear everybody booing at the Jays game last night because they walked Aaron Judge? <laughs> <laughs> what a cop out, huh? What in the hell is happening to Dina's house uh, in a deepest house right now? What is going on with you? <laughs> My cat is walking all over me and my headphones are around me scratching me. Into- I tried so hard oh while God, I was not to be like, ow, ow, ow. Deepa's got to work from home today and she's yeah, like, it sorry. is a pain in the ass having cats, huh? Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Sorry. You, you, oh, look at this again. Look, 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 look. Yeah. Kevin back okay. with this. Tell me again. You, Tubby, you, you, handle your, you handle your business. Oh, no. Uh, Jay's fans were booing like crazy last night because Aaron Judge uh, had the opportunity to uh, break Roger Maris's record of 61 home runs in his season and the Jays of course are fighting for a playoff spot yeah and so they're not gonna let uh Aaron Judge walk up there and crack one out so they walked him but of course fans in the building want to see a record broken in in in, in Rogers Center right well not just that either that or try to strike him out yeah, right? sure. Like, I it, guess there's that too. Right? Yeah, yeah, do yeah. Do it the the the, the competitive way. Uh, Jays did wind up beating the Yankees, but listen to this crowd. And Judge is intentionally walked. Now you could get mad at the manager all you want, but he's playing for something. Now, if Alex Cora did this, you have an, a real reason to get angry. But he's trying to win this game to get into the playoffs. 
his mom kind of amused and frustrated. Just think what you, back at home, and how frustrated you're feeling that you don't get a chance to see Judge. And then think, that's her son. And she's watching every single at bat, waiting for him to do something so special. And so probably times it by a million by what you're feeling at home. Yo, in front of the guy's moms. I know. I know. Oh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Aaron Judge was attempting to uh, hit his 61st home run, uh, tying Roger Maris's record. And uh, he did it. He crushed it. Listen to this. And the 3 2. Joe deep to left field. This could be it. See ya. He's done it. Number 61. He's been chasing history. And now he makes it. He and Roger Maris are tied with 61 home runs, the most anybody has ever hit in a single season in American League history. Now, that ball was going to be worth a lot of money. and $2 million. The guy who caught it, and then it, somebody else missed it as well, they dropped it, and it fell into the like the, the bullpen down Aww. below. So here's the, here's the play-by-play for that. Those two fans that reached over the fence, they came that close to possibly hitting the lottery. Oh, no. Right? And, uh, and so the guy who fumbled it is a guy named Frankie Lasagna. <laughs> uh, here is uh, Mr. Lasagna. We all stood up, and it like gets closer and closer. You kind of lean over, and you're like, oh, my God. Bounce, two bounces. Uh, one of the guys picked it up, and then the, just the, the disbelief comes over, and just the, the shock and, like, the amazement of, like, oh, my God, I almost I had it. almost had it. And now you're all and over do you think the real name or fake name? Uh, I don't real. know. I think he has a restaurant, and that's what, what he had said was that if he did catch the ball, he would have worked out some deal with uh, Aaron Judge to get him into his restaurant, I guess, and exchange the publicity for the for the ball kind of oh. thing. So I don't. He said that he wasn't going to keep it, but I don't know if you believe that. It's now um, locked up and nobody's going to have I it. I know, because they, yes. they gave it right back to him. It landed in the Jays' bullpen, and then somebody from the Jays just gave it to the Yankees. And, you know, and probably just gave go. it to, to Aaron. Yeah. No, no, it goes in. No, it goes into some, like, for the Baseball Hall of Fame. Really? Does it no, really? No, it doesn't. They, the story I read is, it may not yeah. go there, but it's it's locked up. It's not, it's like it's back with the MLB. Yeah, because I think that he gets to, I think that you get to they keep should, your, your yeah, ball, Yeah, they should right? give it to yeah. him. Man, don't you miss the steroid era? You know yeah. what I mean? He's not Sammy, the like Sammy Sosa, Mark oh, McGuire, Barry Bonds. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I like baseball when they all cheat. So baseball was way more interesting. <laughs> baseball was way more interesting when those guys were all juiced, man. Yeah. Right? Like you had 100 home runs yeah. in one season. <laughs> what, what did Bonds hit? Like 60, 73? Oh, like or 70, like? yeah. Like 73? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maguire hit like 70 or something, 68 or something like that? Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I, I sort of missed that era a little bit, though. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.